Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode... Two, four, six. This week on Toy Power, we take a look back at 2021 as we go through all the best of categories and read out the votes sent in by all our wonderful listeners. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Scotty. G'day, boys. How are we? Dave. Hey, hey. And Frank. Hello, hello. And uh, and Dave, you're joining us from Lockdown Central. How are you going? Um, well, let's just say that I made a big statement at the end of 2021 by purchasing a pair of rainbow tie-dye croc shoes. And I made the <laughs> statement that I had decided how... 2022 was going to go for me <laughs> and the uh the gods of comedy decided to see me and raise me because <laughs> uh i currently have covid19 ladies and gentlemen the first person you know that actually has it and now just quickly tell us how you are you and uh, neat are at home isolating you you look well but that that could just be you know being stuck at home how are you feeling I, I feel like you're the one in isolation if you're commenting how good I look. <laughs> um, no, it's it's been it's been scary to tell the truth. Um, pretty much woke up between Christmas and New Year's with the worst flu I've ever had. Now a, a lot of stuff goes around online about how people have felt that have had it. I can honestly say it's the worst flu I've ever had. I, mm. I started with a very sore throat and it just got worse and worse. Um, we're definitely on the men every day so far. We feel better than the day before. So, um, but I, I will admit it's, it's so weird though, because it said that it, it mostly affects people with obesity. So I don't understand wow. the freak occurrence that's made me so <laughs> that's, sick that's, this time. That's unusual. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I honestly thought all my long distance running and my, my healthy lifestyle, <laughs> it wouldn't have got me so bad, but no, it got me, um, Honestly, just just really happy to say that paranoia rang true. We we didn't see anyone over between pretty much Christmas and now, and that's kind of been to to our detriment, but to everyone else's uh, you know favor because we haven't spread it any further. Um, but it's it's kind of scary, and I don't want to talk just nothing but about you know COVID nineteen, but. We tried everything to not get it. Yeah. We got it. So uh, it, it's kind of scary times. But the positive is I'm watching some terrible movies that I would never <laughs> give time to. Um, there's a lot of Dolph Lundgren happening in our house. But, yeah, nice. me and Neats are good. The kids are fantastic. Uh, praise be to Santa for getting them all switches for Christmas. <laughs> because, you know, we just plan to be bad parents. But now we have this other thing on board, so it's good. Oh, that's good. Well, good to hear you're on the mend, and that's, uh, yeah, we look forward to catching you again in person. Hey, I we... wish I was there licking you all on the mouth. I know. <laughs> Every time. 
All right, we're going to touch on the highlights of 2021 as we reflect on some of the moments for Toy Power and for Day's Video Graveyard that were memorable. But firstly, we did want to just touch on probably some shitty things that did happen. Mm. Um, and we can't kind of start off this episode without looking back on 2021 and uh, the loss of our great friend Darren and, and podcaster. So it was was ter- terrible to, to have that um, happen to such a wonderful person. But one of the silver linings, Scotty, you and Joe have been instrumental in getting a lot of the toys we sorted yes. through down yes. to the Christmas appeal. Yeah, Joe works for the Salvation Army and the branch he works for deals with uh, homeless youth and sort of disadvantaged single mothers and families. So what we decided as a group is to set aside a certain amount of toys. And we took these toys, boxed them all up, cleaned them all up, got them nice and ready, took them down to the salvos, and every one of those toys then got wrapped up and distributed out to these families. So come Christmas morning, these kids, who normally wouldn't have anything to smile about come Christmas, had something sitting under the tree from Santa ready to rock and roll. Yeah. That's so cool. And, and I think there's something very touching about that. Mm. And it's, it's wonderful that that kind of came to fruition. We're able to funnel that through in time for Christmas. But Dan, obviously Darren's late grandfather worked at the Magic Cave. So this is John Martin's, a store that he loved and cherished. And to find out when he found out, I think it was one of his year three school teachers that said, by the way, Santa and the Easter Bunny are not real. <laughs> Merry, Merry year Christmas. Three. Yeah, That's I think brutal. it was year three, year four Oof. around then. And he went home distraught to tell Mary and Jeff, his parents. And although, you know, Mary was so like, I know, it's terrible that that's mm. been revealed in you know, such a, a devastating way. Hey, but some good news yeah. is I can now tell you about your grandfather and, and the role that he played. And Darren was always so proud of that, that his grandfather had worked at the store he loved in a role that he cherished. And then to see now Darren being Santa Claus exactly. and getting Absolutely. all these t- yes. toys out to the yes. kids. That is a wonderful kind of circular... It's a terrific legacy. It is it? a legacy. Yes. So that yes. that is wonderful. So the the other... You know, there was some other shit news right at the end of 2021. Yeah, we uh, unfortunately lost one of the icons of the Masters of the Universe, one of the original creators of the He-Man uh, toy line. Mark Taylor passed away in late December 2021. And he was also instrumental to bring the Ninja Turtles toy line yes. to life mm-hmm. and uh, sculpting some of those. So that's Mark Taylor is a huge uh, personality um, and, you know, creator of a lot of things. And it was just, you know, he was getting quite on, you know, as one would be for being a creator, you know, back in the very, very early 80s. And he was, um, you know, heralded as sort of the designer behind Skeletor. Yes. Oh, definitely. Speci- yeah. Specifically. The, the first sketch. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, just uh, unfortunate. And uh, those who were, uh, you know, w- who did see him and meet him and things, like, he was a lovely person. And there's he, plenty of yeah. interviews and things online to um, see what he was actually about. And his, yeah. He had a lot of time for the fans. Yep. He, he and his wife, Rebecca Taylor. Rebecca worked on a lot of the decals for Castle Grayscale and things like that. She was a designer in her own right. So all those stickers you see on Grayscale was <laughs> was her. But they were lo- I saw them interviewed um, by a lot of podcasts and, and video interviewers over the time, and they were just so blown away 
how the fans just loved what they did and, and got in contact. And they, so they gave so much back to the fans. Mm, so awesome. it was wonderful. So it was really sad news to hear about uh, Mark Taylor. Um, but we're not going to dwell on the bad. There were some fantastic milestones. And I do want to touch on one that's not Toy Power related, but it is Ooh. Dave's Video Graveyard related. Not one, but two community radio awards. Um, Dave, congratulations for that because, and I, I want to hear a little bit about your acceptance speech for these awards <laughs> because it was well deserved. You put a lot into the show. I know you'll be the first to sort of say you, you're ill prepared in a lot of the episodes, but you're always engaging. You're always well thought out, um, and well deserved wins. Tell us about your speeches. Um, it was pretty. The first one was pretty humble because. I really wanted the second one. Now, the first one <laughs> was the Can't Get Out of the Car Award, which was basically about a segment that was so interesting that you can't get out of a car. So uh, I decided to enter the quiz that Trent and good friend of the show, Sean Fuster, uh, appeared on where they went head-to-head nice. in a, a nerdy quiz known affectionately as Quiz Your Pants. <laughs> and um, nothing makes me happier than essentially having a, a rude uh, body fluid joke etched yes. forever on a glass <laughs> of water. A trophy. Um, so I was very humbled. The second one I really wanted to win, which was the first ever South Australian Community Broadcasting Association Award for Best Program, um, because obviously winning that for the first time in the bragging rights, plus it was something that we already knew was true. I would have loved to hear the speech. <laughs> well, I did. I was actually, uh, I was celebrating the first award at that by that time. Uh, as you guys know, I, I hardly ever drink. So I'd had a few ah. and I'd kind of drank so much that I hadn't eaten my tea and I was getting nervous and I just started powering through my meal and I was seriously absolutely devouring like uh, some steak at the time that they read out that I'd won. So everyone thought that I was doing a bit because the entire room turned to face me and I'm like putting down my knife wiping stuff and everyone thought I was being like really nonchalant and being a dick about it but I was genuinely just a fat drunk guy eating at that point. And I leant over and gave my wife Anita a kiss and she said, congratulations. And then just as I went to stand up from the table, she grabbed me firmly on the knee and said, do not make a speech. So as the person that knows me better than anyone on earth, I took her advice because I wanted to quote the movie uh, Freddy Got Fingered. And all I wanted to say was, where's your LeBaron, Freddy? And just hold up my award and just ask everyone else where their award is. But next year, who knows? Well, this year, someone else could win the first ever one for a second time. So who knows? (laughs) No, but thank you, guys. You guys, as I've always said, I take more away from Toy Power than you guys take from DVG, so I'm always grateful. Um, every time I appear on this show, we get more listeners, and I'm sure your listenership goes down. So <laughs> but seriously, no, thanks, guys. It, it was a pretty – for how – I kind of channeled all the negativity into the podcast and the radio show, as you guys would know. Sometimes it's not easy to switch on the mic and get to it. Mm. You guys would know that better than anyone with the year we've just all had. Mm. So sometimes you've got to make 
a positive out of nothing. And so it, it wasn't easy, but it was it was fun because, you know, I'm not bothering my wife telling her stupid bits of information about movies <laughs> when I can do it to everyone on community <laughs> radio. <laughs> well done, man. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay, so back to us now. So uh, we celebrated five years of podcasting. That Has is it really been five, five, five years. years. Yeah. Wow. yeah, five years. So with that, uh, we shared some amazing collection pictures from around the community and the world. So uh, of you know everyone's uh, yeah. collection photos and what big and small. It was amazing, and we managed to keep that going for over sixty days in a row. So that's wow. one photo a day. Uh, for 60 days in a row and uh, yeah it was just fantastic to see some amazing amazing collections it, you know big and small like it just blew me away so um, yeah it was I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, sort of putting, you that putting that together I, I really right. did because yep. I love you know because we are an audio format yep. and it, and we are competing against YouTube and all that sort of stuff so I've always been from the start let's do a different image for every episode just mm. to get that you know um aspect going you mm -hmm. know for the visual media medium and uh you know it's awesome to be able to do something like that to say hey community give something back to us well, let's share your collection and I think there were a lot of people on there that don't genuinely, you know, share to the wider mm. community. And it was awesome to see them, you know, get excited about how many people are commenting and, you know, or, uh, interacting with their collection that yeah. they take for granted every day. And now they're sh showing it, you know, as part of the, the wider community. And, and it was just amazing. I really, really, um, yeah, it was good, great. So thank you. Thank you to everyone who was involved. Hey, look, one of the things I loved the most about last year was the famous uh, package heard around the world <laughs> from our good friend John Caulfield. Uh, this was a package where, if you recall, he made the four of us uh, each our own custom Mythic Legion toy. Um, he didn't tell us he was going to do this. He basically just messaged Ben one day and said, hey, what's your address? I'm going to send you something. All the way from Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Yep. Thank you. And... Nothing. We're just uh, three months later. Have you got anything? No, we haven't received it, mate. In the end, seven months later, and I think it was was it our first episode of twenty one when it we we sort of spoke very to very it? close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like early. It was a year ago, pretty much. And yeah, it finally arrived. I I was very curious to like if we'd stuck a webcam or something to that just to see where it ended up and where it <laughs> sat for like six months, obviously. Uh, but it did arrive for uh, amazing figures that were customized in their packaging, little bios that spoke to each of us. Um, I thought that was just amazing. It was an amazing story. He would have at one point, because I don't think even when he we'd all given up on it, he didn't, never actually told us. No, what no, it was. No, never divulged. That what and was that it. is it devastating because it's... yeah blood sweat and tears into that into custom painting custom designing you know the packaging the yeah, bios everything. it would have been heartbreaking to think that was lost but mm. it all turned out well yeah, so yeah, it was well, a good thing in 2021 hey and the other great we we did we have to shout out uh, the custom crew shirts oh, yes. that we got from Matthew Teal from the Thor um movie uh, Matthew Teal worked thunder. Love, it, yeah. Yeah, love and th thunder that's about to come out um and and he also sent us a uh, nice selection of craft beers at Christmas yeah. time. After, How good were they after oh, a hard day? Of yeah, I tell tasty. you what, they went down. They went down a little too quickly <laughs> <They did. laughs> that day. And um, Chris Webster eighty three sent us a 
beautiful signed Revelation Skeletor that now sits proudly in, in Ben's room. Yep. Yep. So that was wonderful, signed um, by none other Kevin than Smith Kevin Smith and, and his offside. So that was amazing. So we got lots of uh, guests through the year, uh, last year. So lots of great guests, including Sam Cripps, Scott, of course, who's here tonight, Vinny Fiello, uh, Rob McCallum, Chris Fresh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, Guillermo Olivio, Chris, a.k.a. Webster83, Davey Damage, thank you, Davey, uh, Brett Waller, and, of course, Does 10. Brett, so, Brent. Bro, sorry, I did it again. <laughs> I, I did it wow. again. Brent, the Brent, the oh, Lego uh, guru. The, the sorry, master. Yeah, Brent. The, the real Lego master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Sorry. Um, that I want to. I want to commend you guys for getting him on as well because it was like two episodes after you guys let me talk crap about one of his designs. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. thanks, guys. You really made me look like a cool dude in that sense. <laughs> Um, and look, despite the uh, the ongoing pandemic, we were able to get out to a couple of in-person toy shows. We were pretty fortunate overall in Adelaide uh, to be able to attend these, whereas other cities around the world simply didn't have that options. Uh, of course, the uh, the big show put on by our good friend Brett Owen, we got to go to that, which was uh, pretty amazing. Um, and sort of just growing our overall community. We've had a number of new patrons, too many to name right here. We're going to shout out a lot of Patreon names as we get through these votes later on. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Discord that at one point was, you know, had maybe half a dozen people in it, if you counted the, the, the four or five of us. Uh, and now it's a case of, you know, I, I understand there's this compulsion to tick off all those little unread notifications. <laughs> That's bloody hard work these days because there's just a lot of activity from all different, everything, talk, people talking about the latest movies and movies, their latest scores, whatever it is. It's um, a lot of, a lot to get through, but it's, it's wonderful, you know, and not just the interactions we have with people, but other people from all corners of the world, you know, discovering, you know, shared passions for whatever it is. 100%. All right. And everything else, we've got a category. It says, I, I'm going to read this one out, but it says, um, I was a guest back on Lego Masters Season 3 and managed to get over for probably the most ridiculous segment. <laughs> which race, was common. Yeah, they, they, they got me over and they said, look, we're going to get you to commentate a race. Yep. And they'd designed a like a sprint car. You had to build your Lego car. But the twist was you weren't allowed to use any wheels. That's right. Um, but everyone just used like circular Lego parts and these things basically went the duration of the course in about five seconds. So I was there to call three races with a total call time of about 15 <laughs> seconds. And I think they edited that down to about three, yeah. if I recall. Like. So it was probably the uh, the most useless cameo. But uh, it was... Hey, don't, don't say that. You were essentially... Remember when Wolverine turned up in X-Men first class? <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine of that season. I wish I could have given Spoiler the finger. alert for that 2011 movie, <laughs> by the way. Yep. Frank? What uh, did you oh, yeah. A personal had a milestone, milestone birthday. For, milestone for me, 40th birthday, um, which was thanks to the pandemic, a little bit of a long time coming. I think we ended up celebrating in September. If it was grand final day, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So September, despite the fact I was born in June because of delays and... Wanted to have it at home, ultimately. Uh, we never really had a housewarming, so that was the thinking behind that. But in the end, we just went to the pub around the corner, which was just as easy. And, um, yeah, had a great time with um, with all these guys. And, 
It was a great night. Yeah, it was. It was was a lot of fun, and it was glad. It was good to finally do it after a few uh, hiccups, uh, (laughs) dates, and things. So that was awesome. Uh, I have found this category hard to put myself down for something. So I'm I'm really excited to uh, put down the fact that I got a lot of big ticket items. A lot Mm. of I've got a big wish list of toys, and I ticked a lot off in 2021. So I'm going to go through one of them, of course, for my you know. Toy of toy, yeah, yep. vintage toy and things, but like I got like Battle Beast chariots. Mm, I got you know yeah. rounded out my aliens collection. I got you know a few um, you know weapons and things and whatever through the uh, time period. It was just it was just a really good year that I d- decided right. You know I can't keep up with modern. I can't mm. afford it. I'd, maybe I'll just save up my pennies and go down the vintage route. And uh, very happy I did. So yeah, don't look back. Impressive. <laughs> That's it. Scott, what have you got to celebrate in uh, 2021? For me, it was the privilege to spend a lot of time with you guys. Aww. That's essentially what it is. We um, Obviously, the, you know, the, the passing of Darren has brought us all together, and mm. I've been able to spend a lot more time with you guys, Davey included, and we've all bonded. Yeah, 100%. You know, I, I, I came in after you guys had all sort of known each other really well and established your friendship, and you guys have acted like you wanted to have me there to, well. have me, to, be, to be a friend so I'm excited to I'm sorry I gave you that impression <laughs> I'm just being nice to your sake <laughs> no thank you for allowing me to be a part of the group and to, uh, to help out and do what I can to promote your show yeah. Now, thank well, you. You very thank good you. your support has been wonderful, Scott. We can't thank you enough for all you do for the show and all you've done to help out with the toy sorting and putting doing some Mr. Fix-It jobs as well at uh, Darren's parents' house, mm-hmm. including one... I, and, and you're pretty cool. You're a pretty cool character, Scott. But <laughs> no, putting, putting, that, <laughs> putting that door... Trying to... Trying, I've, if we'd had a some sort of electric planer, it would have saved that attempt... With a sure. with an with with electric saw. I was cutting that door with my eyes shut. So. <laughs> and I also say shout outs to Scotty for uh, selling a lot of the uh, Darren's toys sort of piece at a time. And we're going to speak to this where that's all at probably in a later episode. But uh, Scotty single-handedly has you know done the, the hard yards as far as Facebook marketplace, putting up all these posts, sell these, had to deal with all the idiots you get on places like that and lowball offers and all the rest of it and I'm sort of in charge of the, the PayPal account that all this goes to and that money ultimately flows back to Darren's parents and every second day there was, ding, Scotty has added in $400 because he sold this thing and here's another $100 there um, you know, because of that, we were able to give uh, Darren's parents a five thousand dollars for Christmas, essentially, um, and that's largely thanks to you, mate. So, yeah, all, amazing. All, all jokes aside, the most valuable player of twenty twenty one for Toy Power is a hundred percent Scotty, no doubt. Yeah. As much as I'd love to make a joke at Scott's expense right now, <laughs> please do. I have, to admit, I have to admit, seriously, every element of Toy Power, Scotty has has carried through 2021 which is amazing because you guys still get let me just rock up and scott does all the work (laughs) and i still get a pat on the back at the end of the day but honestly scotty you have earned your place at the table you're sitting at right now dude by a million times over High praise indeed. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, lad. <laughs> Shut up, dickhead. <laughs> All right, and Davey, what have you got to uh, celebrate for 2021? 
every white guy with a ginger beard has a podcast. Um, 50 percent of, of them are about movies. Um, I honestly would like to pat me and Casey on our own backs because we have tripled our listenership in 2021. Nice. Congrats. Um, I know it's I know it's an unhumble brag to say that, but honestly, we've had a huge growth year and it's it's been incredible. We really don't deserve it. Um, the quality's gone down and the listenership's gone up. So <laughs> no. seriously, that is such an awesome thing to have happened last year. Well done. Yeah, well done. that's awesome. All right, should we get into the categories? Yep, yep. Now, we do have the best figure of 2021 is now the Darren Philcell Award, yep. Yep. and that will be uh, continuing that way uh, into the future. But we'll start off with the best movie and it's no surprise that Spider-Man No Way Home has polled a massive amount of votes. Uh, we've got Jean-Philippe, Andy Campbell, Jeff Chappello, Aaron Tenar, Ben Gibson, John Maddox, Kevin Griffin, Sam Cripps, obviously, I think he was always going to go there, <laughs> Johnny Grasso, John Caulfield, Jojo, Photo 3000, Jay Harps, Matthew Till, Brett Owen. Um, is that a... Total of 16, 16 people 16? voted yep. for us. Yep. yep. Yeah. Couple of comments we had from Nick G76. Um, sat down with my son and watched the five older Spider Mans in preparation, and that was a, a very, very, very smart, smart. move. Yeah. I, I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, went in all prepared. Three big cheers from the crowd during the movie. Oh, da- it must have been Davey's <laughs> session. <laughs> in saying that, I have since thought about, I made the big comment that no one should ever cheer or clap in the cinema. <laughs> had of, and it's not really a spoiler alert, had of Chad Groger and Josie Scott from Saliva's <laughs> Hero played at any point in that movie, I would have sung along and stood up on top of my chair in the cinema. <laughs> yeah. so that's the only thing holding it back from getting my vote this year. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, three big cheers from the crowd reminds you why the cinema experience is best. Um, and Nick put in uh, No Time to Die, the James Bond latest instalment in a close second. And have this actually became a harder category than I would have thought during COVID times. And there was you know, like fantastic mm, movies, yeah. particularly towards the end of 2021. Um, notable mentions go to Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and then it just became a two-horse race between Ghostbusters and Spider-Man, with Spider-Man just pipping uh, Ghostbusters at the at the end. We also had a couple of votes for the, the Suicide Squad. This is the James Gunn one. Our friends Does10 and Colin Betts, a.k.a. Fair Play Things, both voted for the Suicide Squad. Colin Betts went on to say, I went into the Suicide Squad with trepidation, uh, in its last day of theatres and found it to be charming and with lots of heart. Yep. Would you agree with that, Trent? Oh, look, you know, <laughs> it wasn't my my pick, but look, it it, it was a James Gunn special yeah. and it, it did have some it pretty... Had a bit, it had a lot more charm than it, the first it one. It certainly did, which Put wasn't this... hard. <laughs> Put it this way, Frank. Say you eat a pizza and it's one of the worst pizzas you've ever eaten. Mm. The next night you decide to have pizza again and it's just a little bit better than the worst pizza you've ever made. Does that make it a good pizza? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Did you still eat the pizza, though? I'm a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we've got a vote for Ghostbusters Afterlife. We've got Hordak, Dave94, Jobra Commander, and Fresh. So that's three votes. And Dave McLennan. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. Yep. Good one. Uh, 
and for me. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife gets my vote as well. So, uh, Jobra Commander, Ghostbusters Afterlife, it hit all the nostalgia spots and also had enough of a story to stand on its own. So, well done. Yeah, very good. June came in with, I'm going to say, potentially six votes. Kyle Macker, Shane Adam Gray, Justin Anderson, Captain Wow, Concrete Bricks, and myself. Mm. Um, And Justin Anderson said June, but he was still to see the new Spidey movie. So interesting whether that got pipped. Who knows? Uh, the Green Knight was selected by Jonathan Lush. I hope I pronounced that correct. And Oliver Jones. Oliver Jones, The Green Knight. Pig is a second close. It's a close second. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pig? I haven't heard of Pig. Pig. Do you know I, of I Pig? Know I hadn't even heard of Green Pig. Knight. Yeah. Pig stars Nicolas Cage. Ah, oh, yes. That's all you need it's to know. pretty much John Wick. Someone steals Nicolas Cage's pig. Pig, yes. And oh, okay. John Wick's out to get the pig back. <laughs> right. But it's right. not as violent, believe it or not. Right. And not as good. And, and, and what's <laughs> the Green right. Knight? Green Knight uh, is it's a... It's got a dude from Slumdog Millionaire in it, but I don't know what it is. Okay. It's based on a comic Sorry. book, I believe. Okay. Um, I think I know Druss was very excited about right. that. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know much more than Fair that. Fair enough. Cool. Yep. Okay. And the others, Sad See the Clown Tick Tick Boom, uh, which is, I think, a, a biopic on a musician. Um, is that your custom Blood Red Sky? Mo Hallett movie, Mitchell versus the Machines, Wilderness Nerd, The Tomorrow War, and Webster 83. This is one I really want to see, which is Licorice Pizza, which is the newest film from Paul Thomas Anderson. And an absolutely wonderful window into 1970s, I think specifically the valley in California. Oh, okay. So, and, and the Licorice Pizza, I was like, I was really intrigued by that as a concept or as a film title. And apparently it dates back to a comment in the music industry where they were selling, they were saying, one of these bands was selling really well into Italy and they couldn't understand why. And they're like, oh, it must be because the Italians think they're buying a licorice pizza. That's why the sales are so good. Right. Like a like the vinyl. The vinyl, oh, yeah. Gosh, like it's made. Gosh, like it's made no, that's yeah. the only reason yeah. they're buying it yeah. is because it's a pizza. They okay. don't care about the music. Was yeah, the yeah, joke. yeah. It's right. the worst pizza so. you've ever had. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. um, and we've got a few shout outs for ties. We've got BC Talk choosing between Ghostbusters Afterlife or Spider-Man No Way Home is like choosing a child. Both <laughs> yeah. franchises are incredibly important to me and both films nailed it. Now, just the thing on BC Talk, he's only got one kid. So, uh, <laughs> take that with a uh, pinch of salt. Uh, Maniacal Malcolm, tie between Spider-Man and Shang-Chi. Spider-Man had all the nostalgia hits with a solid storyline and Shang-Chi surprised me and was just a great movie all round. And I'm going to back up Malcolm on that because Shang-Chi was my Very good. Uh, I love Spider-Man, had a great time with it, but you sort of went into it knowing it was, you know, that's what Marvel had put all their effort and time and energy into. Shang-Chi knew next to nothing about it. One of the few Marvel films I've gone into completely blind. Loved it. I, and, and I was sitting there going, I want more. Give me the sequel right yep. now sort cool. of thing. So, okay. yeah, that was mine. Scotty? After an 18-month wait, I was very happy with uh, No Time to Die. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yes. excellent yep. stuff. Uh, terrific homage to the entire Bond series. And they stuck the landing. Thank you very much, Daniel Craig. Nice. Very good. Yeah, he's done. Oh. He's... he's... He might come back. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) All right, moving on to the next category, which is the best TV shows. And it's no surprise that Masters of the Universe Revelation gets a nod from Hordak Dave 94 Get Back 
which is the incredible mm. Beatles film with all historic footage put together by director Peter Jackson. And John Caulfield has um, given that one the nod. And uh, lastly, I'll touch on The Expanse, which was um, Jobra Commander, solid sci-fi show that has a set of rules that it sticks to. And I like that <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of sci-fi that don't uh, do that very well. The interactions between the cast is believable and the world that has used feels all good. Uh, sorry. Uh, the interactions between the cast is believable and the world has that used feel that all good sci-fis yeah. have. So it feels like a real lived-in Star Wars world. Yeah, yeah, I think they're up yeah. to about season five wow. of that yeah. show. Cool. So, yeah, okay. very good. Uh, Hawkeye was voted by Jojo Photo 3000. Hawkeye was incredible. It was a perfect holiday Marvel show that got me in the Christmas spirit while kicking some kingpin butt. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Bit bit of a spoiler there. Uh, um, Sweet Tooth yes, have another strong field with Karate Kid earlier in the year to WandaVision, Loki and Hawkeye. Then there was Invincible, but the winner for me was Sweet Tooth for its whimsy, great acting, SFX and enhanced but did not take over. Yep. Yep. And one more for me, uh, Young Justice Season 4 was voted by Jay Harps. Nice. The Witcher Season 2 for Wilderness Nerd, it's Game of Thrones. New Game of Thrones for him. Ooh. Okay, good call. One Division for BC Talk, Nick G and Captain Wow. BC Talk, One Division was a great introduction to the MCU TV. So fun and interesting yep. and visually distinct. Yep, good call. Nick G says, One Division, a risky kickoff for Disney Plus yeah. on Marvel TV. And I just love the uniqueness of it. It does not fall down in the second half. Midnight Mass yes. Netflix will be a second close. Close second. I did it again. <laughs> you did it close a second time. I yeah. did. Not <laughs> even close a second time. <laughs> uh, Loki got a few votes from our listeners. We've got uh, Malcolm, uh, Fair Play Things, and Does 10. Uh, Fair Play Things went on to say uh, Loki, closely followed by Doctor Who Flux. Okay. End of episode two, Chaser at the end of episode four. I'm not sure I'm reading this correctly, but. The absurdity of Richard E. Grant as comic-style yes. Loki yep. was amazing. Sylvie, Miss Minute, the, ma the mania of the one who remains, and the compelling Owen Wilson. When's the last time anyone said Owen Wilson was compelling? Mm. Well, yep. he certainly Honestly. was in Loki. I think uh, yeah, I think he was one of the best best parts of that show. Yep. Uh, we had a couple of people who couldn't split. Actually, Matthew Teal, sorry. Uh, too many to pick one. Was going to say all the Marvel shows this year, though I only got round just to starting to watch The Boys yep. this year. Boys was very good. Uh, which was Season pretty two. impressive. Uh, Mayor of Easttown by Webstore83. One of the best dramas he's seen in a while. Titans from Chris, Chris Fresh. This is what they yep. to Season four, I believe. Three or Season four. Three, yeah, three. Season three, yeah. sorry. Yep. Uh, that show has really found its feet. Yep. This is a bit of an interesting one. A last minute vote by our friend Concrete Bix for the Book of Boba Fett. Now, when did this premiere? <laughs> 29th? Again? 29th of December. Yep. Oh, sneaks it. Sneaks it sneaks in. Sneaks it in. Yeah. Incredible. I, I did read a review where the Book of Boba Fett was likened to being worse than having polio. Dave, can you care to comment on that? Oh, we haven't got your audio, mate. Uh, someone muted my mic to cough. It must have been one of you guys. <laughs> um, I I just don't get, you know, I think a big issue that happened with the Book of Boba Fett was we were given the Mandalorian, which for the most part 
was one of the most perfect little self-contained stories that really built up the myth and the whole story of a Mandalorian. So what we really got was a bit of wish fulfillment. The Boba Fett story that we wanted growing up, we kind of got it in the Mandalorian television show, both series. Seeing Timothy Oliphant wearing Boba Fett's armor. That was amazing, if, yeah. It's as if I wrote it, but honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I think as, as amazing as Filoni is and uh, Chef is, for as amazing <laughs> as both those guys are, they really painted themselves into a corner because they've given us the coolest... Mandalorian story. It's already been done. Without using the coolest Mandalorian. So now we get Jake the Musk come along and it's like, <laughs> oh, maybe it's not as good. But I, I'm I'm loving it. We're only yeah. two episodes in. No, that's right. It's the, it's the same as the dudes that are 10 minutes into a game of footy and tell you how it's going to end. It's like, <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah. Wait until the end to decide if it's a good game or not. Yeah, Fair enough. Next yeah. time you watch an episode. Star fans about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next time you watch episode three of of uh, Book Book of Boba Fett, have a look at Timuera's teeth, and it will take you totally out of the well, show. Well, they Ooh. they did look very shiny, particularly in those white desert shiny. scenes. Oh, yeah. yeah, for the, someone who's just crawled out of the sarlacc, oh, the sarlacc, awesome <laughs> just, dental care of yeah. the sarlacc. Well, just a bit of acid on the teeth to get yeah, rid of any uh, coffee discoloration. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> we'll start with you, Tran, for your TV show. Oh of yes, the year. I did um, pick a TV show, and I did pick. The show C, which yeah, was yeah, an Apple original yeah. with Momoa and Batista for season two. Oh, look, it, to me, it was just something so refreshing, like to envisage a world where everyone had gone blind and the new witches of that world were those that would come into it with the power to see. Mm. And just an infinitely fascinating take on that kind of society and how it would function. Cool. Beautiful. I've got a tie and I can't separate them. I'm sorry. Mm. Invincible. Yes. yes. Freaking yep. love that yep. so much. I've watched that multiple times. And uh, thank you, Casey, for, uh, you know, hinting me towards this route. Dope Sick, with, uh, starring Michael Keaton and Rosaria Dawson. I, co- I could not wait to get home from work just to watch another episode. Ah, it was okay. outstanding. It, like, just so good. Highly recommend. It That's is a the... sad story, so yep. be prepared. But it is so captivating. Eight episodes, and every episode has you on the edge. Right. Oh, That's nice. about prescription yes. painkillers yep. becoming um, an oxycoding. epidemic. Oxycoding. Oxycoding. Yep. Yeah, Based right. on very real Him life stories. Oxy. Yep. Yeah. 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 For me, it was Yellowstone. Oh, yes. We get here in, uh, in Australia. Yep. Uh, it is the only show all year long that Joe and I have sat down religiously the day it drops yep. and watched it. Nice. It's a good it's sign, awesome. right? If you're yeah. doing that to a show. Yep. And, and the fact that it drops once a week, you get to savour and think yep. about yep. and enjoy mm. that yeah. all week long before the yep. next episode drops. Yeah. Yep. Davey. Uh, I had two. The only show that I went to work tired because of uh, was Squid Game from Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was just a huge fan. I did get to it late because everyone else, it was a massive meme on my socials before I saw it. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you guys are into high concept, really thought provoking uh, period piece dramas. Yep. But if you are, <laughs> 2021's MacGruber. <this> year, <laughs> yeah. um, That's my pick. Yes. Something about really well done, terrible jokes. Yeah, <laughs> like much much like someone flying to Melbourne to shoot a five second segment mm-hmm. for a television show, <laughs> that kind of thing is endlessly hilarious. MacGruber is not funny. It is so not funny. It's funny. Yeah. Um. I just want to sell you guys on it because 
there is one scene where MacGruber's being stalked by a a hitman that he's basically messed with with in the past. MacGruber has actually injured and burned this guy and poked his eyes out. So there is a prolonged scene that's set up like a horror movie. You know the episode of The Mandalorian where he's stalking them on that um, prison ship? Yeah, and it's yes, kind yes, of shot yeah, like yeah. a horror? Yeah. Imagine that vibe, except it's MacGruber being stalked by a blind bad guy with no eyes and MacGruber's completely naked. And there's a prolonged scene of MacGruber hanging from a ladder. And just the blind guy with his his face pretty much his nose in MacGruber's butt cheek, tapping <laughs> trying to find MacGruber, and it is such it's shit as but it's the best show ever. I loved it because I'm a I'm a 36 year old child. Well, you loved MacGruber the the film. So what's brought what's brought it back as a TV show? It's just it's not any funnier. It's not any better thought out. But it's just. Absolute conviction yep. to middle of the road comedy is yes. just there's something redeeming about comedy where it's so much effort to make the shittest joke. <laughs> like, Question for you, Davey. Who did it better, Queeth or Cunt? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, uh, a family show, Scotty. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> the names of the bad guys. Wow, that's um. Okay. Was it? Is it Val Kilmer in MacGruber the film? It's Val Kilmer in the movie, Cunt. and it's Billy Zane in yes. the TV show. Okay. Right. And Frank, what did you All go right. for? Uh, I went the much more fr- family friendly route. Uh, I think this is the second year I've voted for this show, but Ted Lasso. Oh yes, nice. yeah, so just, charming. I I I was gonna go One Division when I was sort of thinking about it, and then when I went back through what actually came out this year, I just went ah. Oh, uh, to the points that everyone's spoken about, it's something refreshing. It's 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 feel good television at its finest. It's the weekly. Oh my god, we, this is what all we are doing on Wednesday nights, and you better go to bed early, little Jack, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not having it tonight because there's a new episode of Ted Lasso. Uh, love it. It's just yeah, I'm super keen for the new season. Yeah, fantastic. All right, the next category is a non toy category, so it can really feature anything: statues, video games, merchandise, etc. And in the video game category, we had JoJo Photo 3000. The Nintendo Switch OLED was the perfect upgrade that I could have never expected I needed. Definitely the best thing that wasn't toy-related. BC Talk, Guardians of the Galaxy. The game was a great single-player experience that seemed to slip under the radar. Great characters and story with fun gameplay and some great Marvel Easter eggs with some small ones like Pete's Dazzler poster in his room. That's very cool. <laughs> to massive ones, the boss you fight towards the end, which won't be spoiled. Jobra Commander loved the Mass Effect trilogy PlayStation 4. Um, it was a real blast returning to the world of Mass Effect uh, to replay all three back-to-back, and I love that game. I yeah. recount the story of playing Mass Effect 3 as Leanne was in labor with our first child, mm-hmm. and her saying, you know, I think we got to go, and I'm like, yep, just uh, let me get to a save point. <laughs> um, and she was basically um, giving birth on the way into the hospital. So <laughs> uh, wow. that's how much I love Mass Effect. Um, uh, Jay, Jay, although they did... Dave, you might know, I don't know if you follow your video games like you do your movies, but they, they removed some of the buttocks sequences where you were chatting to um, one of the commanders and she's wearing sort of skin-tight pants. Really? I think they removed... They took it out. They, there was an angle where you saw the butt. Yeah. Like, I mean, panted butt. Yeah, yeah. Not MacGruber butt. <laughs> but um, they, they sort of removed some of those bits. Interesting. 
So hmm. anyway, I might have to go back to my original <laughs> PlayStation for, for the buttock. Jay Hart screenshots you've printed out on your wall. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Wallpaper. Uh, uh, Jay Harps. It takes two, which was a video game, and uh, Wilderness Nerd. Alex Kidd in Miracle World heard a, heard a lot of good things about that remake. He said it was a nostalgia overload. Nick Greenslade uh, loved Halo since the original and is a great new addition to the lore. Being on the Xbox Series X with all the tappings, 4K and Dolby uh, just enhances that further. Does 10 Resident Evil, what is it, 8? Eight, eight, the yeah. only new game release I played this year. Put the spooky back in the series. Chris Fresh, of course, he's one up a TMNT arcade machine. Gosh, showing off. Who would have <laughs> a TMNT it. arcade <laughs> machine, honestly? Uh, what like, does he fit in that place? you, Frank. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Wow, uh, Metroid Dread on the Switch. Yes. And Brett Owen, currently obsessed with Far Cry 6. Ah, very nice. We had some books. Fair Play Things had Action Force, the Battle Years. What a, what a beautiful art and history book for the fans of the UK own Action Force. It's a lovely to Pally Toys. Pally yeah, Toys, I think, is a company, yeah. John Caulfield, the Motu Toy Guide by Pixel Dan and Friends. Yeah. Ben, you got that one, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's really mm. good. Uh, it's amazing. It's the first... Proper Mars, you know, uh, official official Mars yeah. Universe guide and all the photos, or right through Shira, everything. It is a, a an amazing book for sure. So. And that was my shout out oh, as yeah. well. The only criticism I had, and we're talking a bit about it before the show, was the way it's categorised. I would have loved it by year and then alphabetised within the per year, year yep. rather than alphabetised for the whole line. So you know, alpha, uh, A to Z for the whole. For so basically, masters. they no, they where they went. Masters of the Universe Vintage, so like 82 to 87. Yep. And, and then, then that was alphabetized. So, so and when then they you, went New yeah. Adventures, and that was alphabetized. So when you yep. open it up, the first page you see when you get to toys is Astro Lion. A meteor. Like, like the most yeah, obscure okay. it is, yeah. thing. Yep. There you go. Uh, well, now we've got a few. These are just some random things that people have voted for, but Hordak Dave, uh, a tweeter head statue of Hordaks, <laughs> yes. unsurprisingly. Uh, have said he loved all of the Star Wars slash Mandalorian jigsaw puzzles he came across this That's year. That's cool, yeah. Uh, Matty Teal says he would have to say his Thor Love and Thunder crew hoodie and t-shirts. Uh-huh, we know a thing or two about those. Uh, Webstore83 had to admit that the FYE exclusive Power Sword Plasma Ball, or if you can say that three times fast, <laughs> is just tacky enough to be uber cool. Concrete Bricks says the 118 scale or caves and cliffs oh, the uh, update part of, two update yes. for Minecraft. So that is cool. He's I, been into his Minecraft, I, isn't he? Yeah. I've been getting into Minecraft lately as well. And that that upgrade is very cool. Yep. Some very cool cave systems to explore. Okay. My, my kids are playing Mario Minecraft at the moment. Mario oh, Minecraft. right. Yeah, yes. like every, the whole sure. world's all Mario, Nintendo orientated. Yep. So. So you've done your shout out already, Trent, for the because you you picked yes, the book. The book. Ben. I'm going to vote for Ted Neo's Dino Riders Ultimate Guide. Oh book, yes, which okay. is yep. a fan created book. One of the those super ultimate collectors. Mm-hmm. And I've already got a Dino Riders uh, guide book at home, and this one is top shelf quality. Okay, like it goes through all the Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yes, all the Smithsonian stuff. It's got boxed images plus nice. loose images. All the you know, Dino Riders, uh, little characters themselves, what two packs that came in. It just, the degree of dedication, prototypes, everything. It's just an amazing effort for a fan to go to and yep. release Publish. worldwide. It's just um, 
Fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. Scotty. My shout out is for my uh, Spotify number one listen for last year, which is a podcast we all are familiar with. The Geek Dude. Yes. 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 I um, found myself with plenty of time driving around between jobs and at work, and I hit the back catalogue of The Geek Dudes, and I highly recommend anyone who wants to listen to Geek Dudes, start with the back catalogue and work your way through. (laughs) That's not what they would recommend. (laughs) Ten years worth. Absolutely. And look, when you listen to someone every single day, uh, and you're going through five or six episodes per week, you form a... A one-way friendship <laughs> with, with those people, and you feel you get to know them. And there were a whole bunch of episodes from Chris, in, uh, Chris Fresh in particular, where he just sat down and talked to the microphone, yep. and I, I could uh, relate, or you felt you knew them. I could relate to what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. cool. Similar experiences, and it just gave me that bond, that friendship, you one just, way, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to a point where hopefully this year. We can catch up with those guys yeah, in and you know, yeah. have a beer, have a handshake, and say good day. Oh, that look that would be that would make my highlight list of 2022 to catch up with uh, Mitch and Chris, and uh, it would be fantastic to see them here and uh, catch up in person. So that would be wonderful. But I know I know what you mean about um, sometimes his one, you know, just Solo into the, he does that yeah. incredibly well, and he often starts them off by saying. This is probably not going to be the best episode or, you know, tune out if you don't want to hear this, but they're ultimately always a wonderful experience. Davey, over to you for your best uh, non-toy. Just, just quickly just quickly touching on what you guys have just said. Um, Fresh, I am forever in awe of, of Fresh because quite often if you have something you don't like that's happened in your life, you, you consider it a weakness, so you hide it away from the world. Yeah. Now... Anyone that's listened to a lot of episodes of uh, The Geek Dudes may have heard some of the uh, refreshing thoughts when things weren't going super well for Fresh. And the fact that he had the strength to put it out there and share it with the world fucking blows my mind. Sorry for swearing, (laughs) but honestly, it is so amazing what Fresh has put out there, and I'm forever ignoring that. But my ego won't let me shout out them guys as an amazing <laughs> podcast. It's just not doable. But what I will say is my favorite thing of 2021 was one of my all-time heroes is Conan O'Brien. Yep. And he obviously finished up his TV show, um, got another one on the way. But before then, he's doing a podcast series called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, um, where rather than having like the five minutes with a celebrity on his show to sell something, and it's a bit prefabricated yes. and it's there to do a job. He gets his favorite guests or people that he's worked with in history and pretty much talks to them for about an hour. And it is just such an amazing, much like um, I'm a huge fan of Hot Ones on YouTube where they eat hot wings with celebrities. Mm, yep. There's just something so candid about Conan O'Brien's style with these people that he knows. Um, I think the highlight would be just after the passing of Norm MacDonald. There was an episode that him and Andy Richter did, and it's it's incredible. So that's my shout-out for 2021. Yeah. Nice. Good call. Beautiful. Uh, well, Scotty, you mentioned about uh, doing a lot of driving in between work. Uh, I'm going to shout-out my new car as my favourite non-toy purchase for 2021. I just got it on, like, the very last day of the year, so it still counts. Um, <laughs> just like uh, Bubba, the book yep. of Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just in there, and it is very red and shiny. Nah, very nice. All right, we're moving on to our next category, which is basically a, a pre 
2020 toy purchase. So your favorite pre-2020 toy purchase that you've got. It could be vintage or it could be something that you got from a few years ago. Hordak, Dave94 says... The Remco Warrior Beast Skullman, and yeah. that is a holy grail <laughs> oh, yeah, for the Remco Warrior yep. Beast line. That is a, a fantastic pickup, so well done. Hordak Dave 94. BC Talk. I don't collect a huge amount of vintage figures, but this year I got some stellar ones, including the Necker Mirage Turtles, which is which are absolutely right. amazing. They they date back ten years or so yeah, now. Um, giant Leonardo and Vintage Ray Filet on cards were, were highlights, but the Mighty Max versus Beetle Brow has to be his most exciting addition. This set is truly a Mighty Max Holy Grail, especially complete. And those things can be very, very yeah. hard to find complete. So well done, BC Talk. And John Caulfield, the Mythic Legions Ice Troll. This is one I have. That's from it's a few a, years ago, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I reckon mm. it's a couple of years back, maybe. Um, but... It just is a sick-looking uh, figure. He passed on him due to budget a few years ago, but managed to snag him in an in-stock sale for his original price. So well done, not only on getting it, but getting it for a good deal because those Mythic Legions can go for a bomb mm-hmm. on the secondary market. And we had Jobra Commander, King Hiss, or Extender from Masters of the Universe. Both of them are figures I wanted back in the day but never owned, so it was nice to pick them up. Sweet. Uh, shout out Matt Teal. It was. Uh, it has to be starting my Vintage Loose Visionaries collection. Seven out of eight single-carded figures down. Only Lurik to go, then the vehicles. He's done well very done. well. We've been getting updates yeah, on that cool, collection. Isn't it? As it, it yeah. looks beautiful. And he gets them. They're very pristine. They've got all the accessories and he's lining them all up. Mm. It's it's lovely to see that collection coming Build. together. Yeah. yeah, Proper stands and everything yep. to hold the staff and stuff. Uh, have I found an AOA Toy Biz Wolverine that was not expensive but looks awesome? Yes. <laughs> uh, Maniacal Malcolm, Batman, the animated series Batcave Command Center. That's got to be pretty large as yeah. well. So well done. Yep. Uh, Nick Greenslade, uh, Hot Toys, Star Wars, Starships. Bought a lot of about 30 locally, and they are fantastic replications of such iconic Starships. Hot Wheels? Hot Wheels? What did <laughs> yeah, I say? Hot Toys. Hot Toys. Oh, Hot <laughs> Toys. Uh, Hot <laughs> Wheels. Huge yeah. collection. Yeah. <laughs> Hot Wheels and 30 locally uh, iconic starships. Shame they are so hard to come by in Australia yep. as I'm still hunting a few. And uh, Does 10 has to be a vintage scare glow. Well done, brother. Uh, that one wandered into my toy store in the year, uh, complete with glow-in-the-dark Halibred, nice. something I've wow. never thought I would own. That's the ultimate version, in my opinion. Mr. Chris Fresh is very happy to have a 12-inch Ultimate Terminator in his yes. collection. Yep. What about a toy, though? <laughs> <laughs> Fair play things. Terminator. <laughs> Transformer Generation 1. Pretender Metal Hawk. Japanese exclusive 7th Heroic Pretender with Diecast Robot Center. I never dreamed I would own one with him. Sorry. <laughs> I've broken him off. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done to him? I've broken him. So, fair play things. Transformer Generation 1 Pretender Metal Hawk, the Japanese exclusive seventh heroic pretender with a die cast robotic center. He never dreamed he would own one without running up some serious visa bills oh, and was resolved to make do with a broken inner robot only. But fortunate was my friend, uh, although missing a wing and all accessories, he is prestige down to the stickers. 
Nice. All right. And Wilderness Nerd uh, picked up a 2002 commemorative He-Man, was his shout-out, closely followed by Super 7 Ultimate Skeletor, was his call. Jay Harps, it was that wonderful story we told earlier in the year about how the 2012 Turtles was was their choice for Turtles, sold them, was forced to sell them off as a kid, and then was able to start... I think the very same friend who purchased them from them was able to he was able to buy them back. So yeah. that was a really really nice story there. Uh Captain Wow the Mask Laser Command. Now oh, Trent, I didn't know he had that. That is that is pretty rare, that am I right? Is I'm only missing a few things from my mask collection, mm. but that is one. Yep. The Mask Laser Command came out right at the end of the line. It's basically uh almost a redo of I think Wildcat in blue. Yep. And it shoots out a laser and destroys like a box that can transform into a vehicle. Wow! Um, the funny, th- this is one thing I don't have. I also don't have Boulder Hill, but they're, yep. they're think the two things I'm missing out of mask. But I bought a lot one day, and it comes basically. It's got a Matt Tracker and a Miles Mayhem, mm. and the Matt Tracker is a repaint. Yep. And I was looking through this lot, and I'm like, oh, I don't recognize this color of um, mm. Spectrum's helmet. Yep. And it was the helmet from that from that, that set. set. Wow! And one time on eBay, that set came up, and it's like it's complete it's minus the helmet. The helmet. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is destiny. Yeah. This is gonna. I'm just gonna put in a bid, and 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 destiny's got my back. I'm gonna win it, and I got outbid at the last oh, minute. So, snipers! Yep. Damn it! Yep. Um, all right, uh, who else we got here? A uh, good friend, Brett oh, Owens. Yes. He got the pit builder figure, and he's been after that for yeah. him and Osti have been out for that for a very, very long time. So you, you've awesome. heard all about it, yeah, man. Yeah, because I've I've got you've I've got... had one since retail <laughs> yeah. days, and those two have been trying to swap parts and build one forever. <laughs> and yeah, fortunately, at one of the shows, he was yeah, able to pick it up. That's right. Uh, Webstore eighty three had a three way tie between Butterfly Girl mint on card, graded Prince of uh, Princess of Power Natosa, and a mint in box Computer Warriors Evil Warriors base, and that's basically something that comes disguised as a book. But I believe it's kind of like a I think pseudo Transformers type thing, but very very early yep. um, yeah kind of thing. Uh, Concrete Bigs uh, uh, obviously in honor of. Uh, Man, not Mandalorian. What's the other one? Boba Fett. He's picked up four Black Series Tuscan Raiders, so that would go very nicely. For and him. Concrete Bricks does amazing photography. photography worth checking it out. Yeah. Concrete Bricks with K's in it. Um, that that those Tuscan Raiders look like they're actors on the set yep. with his photography of those. And um, my shout out for this one was I did get a lot closer on my vintage Thundercats line from LJN. Mm -hmm. And I picked up a a lot of cool stuff, including um, the uh, one from you, Safari Safari Joe. Joe. I got that one in the mail recently. I got the Captain Cracker. But my call out for this, and it was a tough one between um, Jaga and Bengali, but my Jaga is just absolutely mint. He's got the cape, he's got the helmet, the sword, and he's immaculate. So I'm getting very, very close to completing that Thundercats line, um, and for me, just and I got him locally. I got him at Greg Whoa, Horner's um, nice man store, uh, Toys R Go. And so to walk, Greg gave me a call. He said, "Look, I've got some Thundercats in. Can you help me price them?" And I said, "I can do that, and then I'll probably take them off your hands as well." <laughs> so so that was think, cool. I genuinely didn't think you'd be into Thundercats, Trent, because uh, historically Thundercats are loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'd slap you all in the face if I was in the room with you right now. That joke was brilliant. <laughs> and, and funnily enough, mine are all loose um, because the price on Mint on Card Vintage Thundercats is obscene. Yep. <laughs> 
Well, I think the world has heard me scream when I received this package and uh, I had to reach out to a fellow mate uh, over the pond to help me out Mm. and that was, of course, Gilly. So massive Mm. thanks to Gilly. And I am talking about none other than Tyreno Shredder from 1997 Ninja Turtles toy line. Uh, missing all three of his weapons, but uh, I managed to get one with the uh, working jaw uh, action feature and his tail is still attached. So they're big call-outs for the actual figure to be complete, even though he's missing uh, his weapons and that still cost me quite a pretty penny. Yeah, So, but I am just uh, over the moon that he is in my collection, locked away in a glass cabinet and, uh, yeah, adored from... Me every day. <laughs> nice. That's so good. Earlier in the year, Sam Cripps hooked me up with the release of the retro card of Doctor Doom in the Marvel Legends range. Mm-hmm. And the card art that it comes on is inspired by the Toy Biz card backs I had from the 90s. And I liked it so much, it sent me down a path yes. where <laughs> I began looking. And these... Toy Biz carded figures are very achievable to to find. You can yep. find them on eBay, in, in markets and stuff like that. They're not horribly expensive. So I've pretty much spent a good part of this year looking, hunting, doing bargain work to 80, get 80% of the, the carded figures for my collection. And I've got a stack of the loose, complete figures for my collection as well. For me, now it's just a matter of getting them the carded guys up on the wall, yep. hung up so they're uh, nicely up on display. Beautiful. That's been my treasure hunt. Fantastic! Yeah, what a great sword. little project. That's mm. uh, that's fantastic. Davey, your best vintage pickup for the year, mate. Um, I don't know that it's vintage, but it's 2019, mm. and it's thanks to the only member of Toy Power podcast that has never cheated on a quiz. I'm talking about the great late Darren. Um, thanks to Darren and his his parents, I ended up with the. 2019 Lego Batmobile. Mm. Um, it's something I've always wanted, but between the the space it takes up and the price point, I just never pulled the trigger. But thankfully, um, Darren's parents gifted it essentially to me, and it is now the pride and joy of my collection. Uh, forced my 13-year-old son to build it for me. <laughs> as everyone may know that's listened to Toy Power for a long time, my block building was retired upon building the most unstructurally sound Megablocks mm-hmm. uh, Technodrome, mm-hmm. um, which is just, it's a bridge too far as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so, yeah, that now has pride and place in my collection because it is massive. It looks, it doesn't look like Lego, which, yep. yeah. um, you know, when it's you've a got feat. a friend that's yeah. really... Yeah. yeah, when you've got a friend like Trent that's really made Lego uncool, it's awesome <laughs> that something so cool can look not like Lego. Uh, beautiful. Um, well, speaking of uh, st- items from uh, Darren's collection, uh, one of the things I was able to uh, get was the Ninja Turtles uh, Movie 3 Catapult. Now, I actually had one of these, but the actual main catapult arm if you will had basically at the time i purchased it was not broken and by the time it got to me in the box it was unfortunately broken uh the seller was really good took some money off of it but anyway uh this one uh from darren's collection was actually still in the box the box was quite sort of beaten up speaking with trent he goes oh he goes wait i kind of need the figure i'm like well i've actually got that casey jones slash wit figure that comes with it complete you have the figure i have the catapult is a great deal. Everybody wins, and it's uh, nice to have that one uh, with actually not broken in my collection. Yes, no, that was fantastic. It was a nice. It's uh, 
the benefit well. of yeah. Uh, yeah, cutting it down the middle. That was fantastic. All right, now, this is a very interesting category. Next one, which is the best value toy. And it's probably no surprise that Masters of the Universe Origins has probably taken it out with seven votes. Webster 83, Captain Wow, Wilderness Nerd does 10, Fair Play Things, Hordak 94, and Fresh. Uh, Fair Play Things said about it, I respect Motu. I have a modest collection, nowhere near as invested in other lines like Transformers. Origins made me wish I were. The detail, the articulation, the presentation, and for Canadian 15 per figure, question mark. Nothing can touch that. Does 10 tie between Origins and Ultimates, which is interesting to have Ultimates yeah. come up here in Best Value. It says a lot about the quality and the amount of accessories because mm. those, are, those are, like to my mind, very expensive. But you get so much at both price points. So that's I think that's a really interesting way to look at that mm. and, and kind of cool to see that perspective. Hordak Dave 94, um, Master of the Universe Origins Mosquito. Very cool with that alternate head and the, the blood-sucking feature. And Fresh said Origins, especially if you could find them at retail here. I think about 19 bucks. You found one. I the, did. Uh, I found uh, the... Gr- gr- I green. call her the Green Goddess, yeah. but she's the Eternian Goddess. Eternian oh, Goddess. Uh, at retail at Big W, $19. And she was the one that I want to put in my vintage collection. Yep. So nice. it was fantastic. Standing alone, so I couldn't help anyone else out, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, she's definitely coming home with. She came home with me, and I'll be cracking her open and and uh, slipping her into the uh, vintage collection. So. Yes, and um, Chris did also shout out the McFarlane DC figures too, and I think that's right. Like for what are essentially seven inch, really nicely sculpted, maybe sometimes. Uh, the the faces uh, look a bit <laughs> odd, um, but but really for that price point, I don't know how he does it. And I yeah. think we had someone like um, Brian Flynn talking about you know he just couldn't understand how he can get those figures out yep. for those so sorts fast. of prices. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, on to Lego. So Matthew Teal uh, can't go past Lego in general. Such fun and Brett Owen Lego on replay combining and imagination. John Caulfield, it's a relative. It's all relative, but in the current environment, Mythic Legions offers incredible value for what you get compared to other lines. It just depends on how much value you place on nostalgia versus amazing figures. Mm. BC Talks, tie between Jack's Pacific Sonic the Hedgehog and Ghostbusters Afterlife roleplay. Have Ghostbusters Transformers Ecto-1 combination, two great Mm. franchises in one. Yep. Good yeah. call. Uh, a couple more shout-outs from Jay Harps, who's mentioned the Marvel Legends zombie Captain America specifically. Uh, Malcolm, Monarch Malcolm, Avatar the Last Airbender, the McFarlane, the 5-inch version yeah, of those Yeah, they were figures. very affordable they were very, For what they yeah. were, as super show accurate. They were amazing figures. Uh, and Nick G, best of Muppets Series 1 and 2. Some awesome-looking figures for $50 each. And one more for McFarlane with Concrete Bricks. Um, a lot, uh, a lot of figure for less than you see your average Black Series slash Marvel Legends figure for. Yep, I did go with Origins. Yep, put another yep. one for me as well. I went with Bluey Toys. Oh yeah, uh, by Moose. Oh, uh, nice I just, I, yeah. it's an easy line to get for the kids. Yep, uh, they're very accessible in mm. every toy store, and uh, they, you know, you buy the caravan, that, the you know that attaches the car, so there's the playability, and you get an extra character that's not available by themselves so it's yep. a bit of an incentive 
definitely Origins for me, and I had a lot of fun doing the hunt at the Big W stores, finding <laughs> stuff in retail. Absolutely great stuff. Davey. For yes. me, yeah. to be, seriously, the Hasbro uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife line, the things I love about it, it spoke to my kids. Like, they, they wanted it. It's the only toy this Christmas that they wanted. It's cheap. $25 Australian for the car, the Ecto-1, is pretty awesome. To me, it hits the nostalgia points because it is... It's simplified. Like a lot of modern toys, they, they kind of over-engineer them yep. and they kind of shoot for the stars. I actually like how seamless the Afterlife figures and vehicle is with the um, with the originals. Yep. But more so, the thing I love about it is because of all the delays and how long it took to come out, these were on clearance thanks to uh, <laughs> Ben Let Me Know. So thanks to Ben finding the small... Stay Puft Marshmallow Man recently. Me and my son Oliver now have all of them. Beautiful. And it's just, it, it just takes me back to the old Ghostbusters toys. Like um, just having them in your hand. Like I just held it up for the camera for you guys. It's so basic, but it, it's uh, less is more yep, as yep, far as I'm concerned. And, and honestly, I'm collecting these for Chris Fresh at the moment because I'm hunting around. I've spent maybe $100 and I'm one short yeah. of the whole line, wow. including that's the so car. Good. So wow. that's like 10 figures, the car, including ghosts and all, for, uh, all eight Ghostbusters. I'm one, one Ghostbuster short, three ghosts, and I've spent $100. Like, that yep. is amazing, in my opinion. Cool. Oh, wow. the, it that. is, yeah. Like, oh. the aesthetics on it are really nice. The design, yeah. it's got that kind of cartoony feel, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, I, cool. it's it's my childhood Ecto. Yep. But getting it as a a thirty six year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Frank, did you you did yours? Origins. All right. Next category is the most fun to play with, and Hordak Dave ninety four kicks us off with Spengler's Neutrino Wand, um, which I think is the role play sized yep. uh, wand from the Ghostbusters film. BC Talk the Ghostbusters Afterlife role play. Me and my son spend so much time wandering around the house. I spot the ghost with the PKE meter and he blasts it with his proton pack and neutrino wand. I love the that these toys allow me to share my love of Ghostbusters in a fun and active way. That's super cool, yeah. creating those memories uh, with your son. Special mention to the mini puffed popper and the ghost whistle. I nearly skipped them as they weren't movie items, but they're really fun and my son loves them. John Caulfield said the Mandalorian, the child animatronic edition. I, I'm losing track because there are so many, many the child different animatronic figures. But yeah. I, I know um, Jody from Lego Masters had one and we went to one of the Lego shows with, it was a costume thing. We all dressed up and she had her Grogu and this thing was amazing. Mm. Like it did all the movements, the cooing and all those sorts of things. <laughs> so very, very cool. Um, Jojo Photo 3000, the Black Series Zero, played by Moss from the IT crowd, I think. A <laughs> yep. stupidly well-articulated robot who shouldn't be able to ninja kick the way he does. And Fair Play Things, the Toyfinity Force. Now, this is something I don't know, and I'd, I'd have to look up, but he said Toyfinity had the license to this easily forgotten 1984 ideal line of robots for about eight years and turned it into something part homage, part imagine, imagination builder, a gem of a line. 
All right, moving on to Lego. So Matthew Teal, Malcolm Hobbs, and Concrete Boots all shouted out Lego. Matthew Teal, Lego again, the building of sets is so therapeutic. And Maniacal Malcolm specifically had the Lego Daily Bugle, which is, of course, the Spider-Man set, and yeah, that was huge. amazing. Lots of minifigures that came with that one. Uh, does 10 Master Universe Origins beginning to wonder if this vote will ever change? <laughs> and Nick's Greenslade, a Transformers Devastator Combiner Wars reissue. That is a very cool... I didn't know they'd done a reissue of mm. it, and I had two at one point, one that I bought in San Diego, and yep. one that had sort of... Basically the same toy, but chrome. a bit of chrome. Yeah. Um, I've still got the one here. I've sold the other one off, and I just... You look at it, and it stands out. Yeah, definitely. And it's an amazing the, toy. The size yep. and everything. Yeah. Jay Harps with Motu Revolutions, He-Man, Captain Wow, Motu Origins at $15 to $20. There's no hesitation in playing with them, opening them up, having a good time. The vehicles, big and clunky, wonderful to play with as well. Brett Owen, Optimus Prime, auto-converting robot. Yes, that one. That would be cool. That would be cool to play with, I think, for... a, a time and then you sort of go because this, this is the voice controlled one. Yeah, that's right. Webster yes. 83 had a problem with yeah, his, didn't say. he? And yeah, he had yeah. to send it back and then he got one eventually that was fixed. But yeah, that's a lot of money to uh, yeah play around with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also had uh, Have uh, shouting out the Bandai Gundam model kit. Great, fun to build and highly posable. Speaking of Webstore 83, he shouted out specifically Webstore. From Motu <laughs> yes. Origins. Good call. He's a cool looking yeah, figure. He's one that. of the better yep, ones, definitely. Yep, very cool. Uh, a couple of hot takes here because uh, the category was toys that are the most fun to play with. Wilderness Nerd said, Play? I'm sorry, you leave them in the box. That's how we play with toys as, uh, you know, 30 something year old guys. Chris Fresh, a uh, similar idea. My idea of playing is to stand them up in cabinets, yes. and that's no fun. At it all. isn't a lot of fun, is it? If, particularly if they keep falling over. <laughs> all right, um, I had down for this one, and this is interesting because traditionally, like I'm mint on card, right? Mm. And I'd been collecting the Transformers '86 line yeah. and keeping them, you know, all boxed up. And then for whatever reason, I think I just wanted to get out some toys and have some fun with them, so I decided to crack those guys. Open, so carp, hot rod, all those, you know, um, got them all out. And my my work at home office, I would transform them and put them up on the shelf there. So I just had a blast transforming these guys, you know, during meetings. I'd sneak away and, uh, you know, just... <laughs> Trent, are yeah. you paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so for me, it was, uh, you know, Hasbro's 86 uh, Transformers line. Yeah, toy most fun to play with for me was definitely by far the McFarlane Bat Cycle oh, because yeah. that that thing we joked about it was poor man bat sort of you know uh, <laughs> yes. skeleton wrapped across a, a chopper, but uh, in hand and I pre-ordered it and in hand it felt it fit with all my figures and I had a ton of play uh, fun just putting all my different characters from all different lines no matter if they're five inch. Right up to ten inch, you know, like the yep. um the big Batman in his armor and things. Had so much fun, and he is now forever with Hordak sitting in my Master Universe Classics with the big Bat motif. I yeah, think uh, cool. he fits in there perfectly. So, for me, I'm going to nominate the Motu Origins. It's been the the, the one toy line that when I've opened them up and put them on display, I've actually gone to the effort of setting up like a 
battle diorama oh, with cool. Snake Mountain in the background and the bad guys defending that and He-Man and the good guys charging on. So everyone's got different battle poses. They're facing off to each other, two on three, three on one, one on one, stuff like that. Yep. That's what I've been playing with. And guaranteed once a week, I'll go into the room and make an adjustment. <laughs> so this guy can fight this guy this Tweak week. You can be up on up on top of Snake Mountain. This week, Ninja's scaling down from the next shelf down to attack someone. <laughs> it's been... It's been the one that I've gone into. My eyes are drawn to it every time I go in the room. That's my pick. Beautiful. Right. Davey, over to you, mate. Uh, I second what Scott said because um, I managed to get He-Man and Skeletor. Uh, didn't cost much. I'd never pay what the old ones are worth. <laughs> so um, it was cool. I put them straight on display and decided that they were way too shiny and way too new looking. So me and my son, Ollie, had a lot of fun playing with them and making sure they got just the right amount of scuffing to put up on the shelf with uh, all my retro vintage stuff. Nice. Very cool. Uh, this is going to be sound like it comes from left field, but hear me out. Uh, I'm voting for G.I. Joe Classified. Oh, <laughs> I can hear the uh, as, audience. <laughs> now, this is, the category was toys that are fun to play with. Now, what I love about these guys is... They're actually, whilst you could say, yes, they're like Marvel Legends, I actually think the articulation on these guys is better than Marvel Legends. They've got that like a drop hip thing that basically allows them to get into these deep crouches or on one knee poses that you just, you can do with a Marvel Legends, but you kind of struggle. They've got more weapons than they have hands to hold, but they can store all the weapons they have. One of the real bugbears I have with Vintage Turtles is they come with eight weapons, but they've all got two hands generally, and you just end up with bits and pieces everywhere. Uh, you know, they're the sort of figures that when I pick them up, I go, oh, this pose looks good for this week. And then you go change it up. To your point, Scotty, you can't put them down. You, you, you're always mm. tweaking it. Yep. Um, you know, I don't have many of them. I haven't sort of gone past really the sort of Wave 2 stuff. Uh, Scotty's been kind enough to pick up a couple here and there for me when they show up. And they're just, they're just fun to play with. Yep. Very good call. I love it. All right. On to our next category, which is the best sculpting. And Marvel Legends takes out a number of votes. Two for the J. Jonah Jamison figure. I'm absolutely blown away by the likeness said, have and BC Talk, the likeness is uncanny. J. Harps loved the Marvel Legends zombie Captain America. It's a very cool figure. And Fair Play Things, the Marvel Legends Psycho Man. Simply put, I love Marvel's Micronauts, and I've wanted a Psycho Man ever since the Toy Biz version in the 90s. I got one, and he's beautiful, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> so, very cool. All right, lots of shout-outs to Mythic Legions. We've got John Clawfield, Hordak, uh, Dave, uh, Matt Teal. Uh, John Clawfield said, Mythic Legions, uh, Ariather. Uh, Matt Teal, not something I collect, but those Mythic Legion figures uh, do have awesome sculpting. And Concrete Bricks is calling it Cosmic Legion. Cosmic Legion. Oh, so, yes. They do yes. look good. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to. Yep. Yep. Star Wars Black Series gets a couple of shout outs with a Cobb Vanth for Wilderness Nerd. Nick G, Star Wars Black Series, Clone Wars, Obi Wan Kenobi, the perfect Ewan McGregor. Look with armor and card install to match. Mm, and then we've got Does10, who shouted out a very specific part of Master of the Universe, the astronaut robot suit from the Mysteries of Castle Grayskull set. Anyone who has the original Castle Grayskull will know there's a little cardboard insert that looks like a weird sort of astronaut. This is when they've actually turned that into a three-dimensional figure. Um, so it's perfectly transformed from 3D, uh, 2D sorry, to 3D. 
Maniacal Malcolm has specifically just said Necker. Now that's a pretty broad stroke, but they tend to do some pretty wicked sculpting across all their various lines. And Webstore 83, to your point, Trans- Transformers Studio Series 86. Yes, very, very cool looking figures and some uh, uncanny likenesses. I know it's yeah. just a cartoon robot, but they've really captured uh, the looks. And um, for me, I, this is a really tough one because there's mm. some amazing sculpting out there. Neck is doing some wonderful things, but I couldn't go past what Super 7 is doing with their. And, and look. They're all wonderful, but I, I focused in specifically on the Ninja Turtles, Ultimates figures. I'll talk a little bit more later on as we go, but I just received, for an early Christmas present, <laughs> my way four of the Turtles. And for me, it was a perfect lineup. My favorite turtle in Donnie, and I'm going to get some dirty looks from this side of the room. Uh, Muckman, who I love. Um, it had Mondo Gecko, and of course, my boy, Casey, and just reveling in the sculpting and it just reminded me there is a skill and, and i think we, we i talked a little bit about casey being just that little bit off and we're having a discussion before that some of them were off but i think there is a skill in taking something that's nostalgic and then keeping what we love about them but upgrading them mm-hmm. in and i think for the most part they've nailed that um so that was my call wicked i'm going to vote for something a bit left field that Probably doesn't get too many votes, uh, but I really loved it. And that is, of course, the Dino Riders Rulon Warriors Battle Pack. So these are sort of the little rubber, oh, yes. the rubber no, characters. Yep. Um, they came in purple, solid purple, solid green for uh, green for the good guys, uh, purple for the Rulons. And uh, I just love their sort of tweak towards a more cartoony look, especially of the Rulons and Valorians. Mm. And the dinosaurs had a little bit of extra, uh, you know, sort of sculpting look if they were released today. And I think they were more... You know, kid, not kid friendly, but a bit more appeased to the uh, to a cartoon, to a visual medium, sure. and that would translate really well if it was scaled up to what we, you know, fell in love with in the Tycho series. And uh, I just think it's a great little pack standalone. You've instantly got an army, and uh, it was a fun little set that might be just a one off. And the box art was the yeah. box Pretty art special. was just yeah, out of this world. Worth buying a second one. My shout-out is for the Necker's Defenders of the Earth. Oh, yes. Ming the Merciless. Nice, yes, he's great. He came along earlier in the year. And the face sculpt is just beyond my imagination. It's actually terrific. The weapons, the accessories that came with him. But my favourite thing, and it's a very simple thing, a wired cape. Yeah. My first wired cape. And the posability and the action I can do with this guy he looks tremendous. He's a, he's a standout figure in my collection. Yes, yeah. no, good call. Wonderful. Davey? Mine is not a toy that I own, but a toy that I'm jealous of, and it's got to be the Bat Raptor. Ben's um, Bat Bones motorcycle. Yes, um, yeah, the Bat Cycle. Know, yeah. yeah, the Bat Cycle. I thought it was called the Bat Raptor. Um, I just love that Todd's just not going to give in until <laughs> he makes every DC character spawn. Um, he he does his best at all times Um, I just it it just it tickles everything I love one of my favourite childhood toys were the skeleton warriors and he's managed to bring that into an awesome vehicle Um, I don't have it like I said but just Ben's photos of it really sold it to me for an amazing toy thanks man Uh, for me uh, he's actually Ben (laughs) 
For me, in the you guys in the room here uh, can all see it. It's a big orange thing shaped like a planet. <laughs> the uh, Haslabs. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have some fantastic sculpting as well, Dave. I'll give you that. But uh, this one I'm talking about is the Haslabs Unicron. For something that's so big, it would have been so easy for them to just have large, big, flat panels of, of nothing. There is so much detail. Like, if you think about the the 86 movie, and you go whenever, you know, they're on the surface of Unicron, and there's just detail everywhere. They've taken that, and they've put it in a toy. That's why it's so expensive. That's why it took so long for them to do it. It is just um, amazingly detailed, and, you know, the, the closer you get, the more detail you find. It's, it's a masterpiece of engineering oh, like 100%. Just, the fact yeah. that they can transform into yeah. a perfect sphere yep. uh, and a realistic looking robot is is amazing yep wonderful good call all right this one is uh, this is a fantastic can we just category. call this one right now well it, like... it's certainly no, well, you know what the winner is a clear winner but there are some really good call outs for other ones, for other ones yeah. which are re- fascinating but it's the biggest toy or franchise flop of 2021 it's no surprise that the Haslab Rancor has taken this one out with 13 votes Hordak Dave BC Talk Jobra Commander Matthew Teal Have Malcolm Nick G Colin Betts Does 10 Wilderness Nerd Chris Fresh Bread on Concrete Bricks I'm in for this one as well so yep. move that up to 14 um, a few comments here this one goes without saying Hordak Dave 94 BC Talk Haslab Rancor honestly I can't think of anything remotely comparable this year Nick G, this was he's a massive he Black is. Series fan, loves his Star Wars, all iterations. Sadly, as a big Black Series fan, going to have to agree with the Haslab Rancor, not hitting the mark. Too expensive and somewhat insulting stretch goals. Yes, <laughs> the old cardboard backdrop that was probably um, cut out of the box and a pack of bones. Um, fair play things uh, that Hasbro could drop the ball so badly in terms of pacing its Kickstarters. Pain applications, failed collector engagement, stretch, yeah. the whole, the whole works, right? Uh, does... You've got you to give credit where it's due. That yes. video that Fresh sent us about <laughs> sure. basically the montage yeah. of the team, the marketing team yes. as it crumbled around it, <laughs> that is a piece of art that you couldn't have got without that all happening. <laughs> that so is I think true. You take the good with the bad because that's yep. my favourite video of 2021. Yes, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, does Ted said the Black Series Rancor, so many lazy decisions culminating in a doo-doo coloured disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and have said, you guys sold me on the idea it was a Haslab Rancor. But Ben, hit us off with some of these others because these are interesting as well. Yeah, so a biggest franchise flop and John Clawfield took that literally. He said <laughs> uh, the Marvel Legends Sentinels flocky legs. So, you know, a lot of people had some floppy leg issues with a Marvel Sentinel. So that uh, is a, you know, a, a sound vote in my opinion. Jay Harps, the Marvel Legends Eternals line. Uh, Jojo Photo 3000, sadly, once again, Ghostbusters Plasma Series. This just can't seem to get going like us Ghostbusters fans need it to. Captain Wow, either the reissue vintage Ninja Turtles blimp, not the right blimp in his opinion, (laughs) or the reissue vintage Ninja Turtles movie figures. They were pretty ordinary. Not the right accessories. WTF. But yeah, look, that, that blimp, like it was the modern blimp, disguised as a retro vintage fooled, fooled a lot of people yeah yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we also had Webstore83 uh, mentioning PowerCon charging attendees very expensive shipping for their exclusives that ended up coming out months after the actual con. Bit of a bit hard with uh, for cons in in this sort of you know pandemic time. It was tricky. But, they yeah. they they got the con together, mm-hmm. so they they held it in person, but there were delays in getting, getting the, the stock. stock to yeah. be available at the con. So that's. That is frustrating when uh, people have to pay for shipping and they weren't, I 100%. guess, expecting. But uh, that's the way it went. Um, oh, so you were on board, Trent, for the Rancor? I was on board with the Rancor, yes. Yeah, for me, it's just the lack of Marcy Universe at retail. When yes. when around the world they're at retail, Walmart and things, it's going gangbusters. They were promised at Big W. Mm. Snap your fingers, they were gone. Yep. I, um, for circumstance, I pre-ordered my Skelly God through a local store in, here in Adelaide. I'm not going to name them. Back in July, I'm still waiting for wow. my Skelly God to come through. Yep. Okay, interesting times. My controversial selection is a a toy line suggested by Davy Damage himself in our Discord earlier in this year, and it is the Toy Power Podcast line of action figures. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were supposed to design Kit Bash and put something together for us to have a look at throughout hey, the year. Hey, what happens hey, hey, there are some preliminary designs. <laughs> we've, we've done some sketches. Yeah, there are some sketches. Kickstarter, what's going on? <laughs> um... Words are spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Ideas we, are thrown around got, the room. That's a, yeah, we that's got a Guys, stapling pictures of your face to Beanie Babies <laughs> does not count. <laughs> Who said that was my face? <laughs> uh, Davey, what about you, mate? I'm going to agree with Scott for once. <laughs> um, you guys were challenged to do your own version. It's not hard to do. If everyone out there can bootleg all these other toys... <laughs> Anyone that knows how to do candle making can kit bash and make their own toys. So I think 2022, I need to reissue the challenge. Make us fans of Toy Power Podcast some action figures. You know, there's a new there's a new tier for the Patreon that you guys <laughs> never talk about that basically fund your life uh, in high society here in <laughs> South Australia. So I think you owe it to us as fans. Hurry up and make some Toy Power Podcast action figures. Mm, fair enough. Challenge issued. Um, all right. I'm actually going to back up just quickly. Captain Wow here on the reissued Ninja Turtles stuff. I was, despite the yep. fact I have yep. my vintage blimp from when I was a kid, I was very excited to get a nice pristine one, you know, nice stickers, you know, a couple of the fins are broken on mine. And then to realize what I was looking at, I was absolutely furious. And just, it, for me at that point, I, and Playmates have been on a, a downslide for a few years now. And that for me was the final straw. I'm, I'm not buying no matter what reboot they do with turtles i'm not buying playmates turtles figures because there are just too many other companies that do it far better and with far more effort and care than the original guys which yep. is a bit sad but that's what it is it was a yeah it was a good call out because the the rancor was i guess so recent but that really was a travesty that, that you hurt. know <laughs> the, and the movie figures they were oh, it was just yep. Done so poorly um, and and shoddily. All right, moving on to our next category, which is the biggest toy-related surprise of 2021. And for BC Talk, it was the Jack Pacific Sonic the Hedgehog. I hadn't found too many Sonic figures in the past that I liked, and the ones I did didn't feature a large roster of characters. But this line has it all, and at only $15 a figure, it's tremendous. And you can find them here in Australia at retail, which is 
Um, really, like Ben, you said before on on Origins, it's a miracle. Mm. Um, John Caulfield, the Mythic Legion's Krampus. Yes, and I love the way that just did pop up around Christmas time for sale. Jojo Photo 3000, the Rancor. That was a big surprise for Jojo Photo. Jobra Commander, the Spengler's Proton Pack from HasLab. I knew the wand was a thing, but never expected to get the pack as well. Uh, Matthew Till, Ramen Toys, 80s Commanders. Very good call yep. out there doing the Centurions. And, and he's just got them. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. just got them. And they are looking pretty sweet from what I can tell. And Justin Anderson, the announcement of Mondo's Battle Cat in Ridiculous. scale with the... It'll, uh, it will never oh. get made. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you that. No, it'll get it's made, but oh, yeah, look, it's going to be large. They'll sell five of them. Yeah. And then it's like... Yep. Uh, We'll, we'll, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had a call out. I can't remember who it was, but someone did call us out a question on the Patreon page mm-hmm. saying, because they were going back and listening to the back catalogue, and they're saying, Look, how many times have you predicted something and got it right? So yeah. here's, a, here's a time. Um, okay. Frank's call. And look, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to get released, but it's it's a pretty fair call to say this will never see the light of day. Mondo have had... Mondo have got a track yeah. record Do you remember when those, it comes to announcing stuff. I'm still stuff waiting for those, the Shredder and the Foot right, Soldiers. Yeah, right. Uh, those mecha Mondo. things from uh, Marvel. You know, they had like spider uh, yes. suit and yep. all... You know, they, Where are they? Nothing. Yeah. And there were some huge delays in things like Batman the Animated Series. So, yep. I, yeah. Yep. I, Not happening. Come back. Calling it listen. now. Yeah. Have the Pinky and the Brain from Super 7, Maniacal Ma- Malcolm, uh, Ultimates, Yakko, Wacko, Dot, Pinky and the Brain, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Harp's Age of Apocalypse, Wave 2, uh, Nick G, Wedge Artillery's Black Series Helmet, my favourite character of the original trilogy, so getting this helmet was brilliant, though perhaps not a massive surprise as Hasbro love their repaints. <laughs> Uh, does 10 su- Super 7 Silverhawks. I'm all in, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Webster 83, Silverhawks TV show in development from Nacelle. Yes, very cool. Fair Play Things, a.k.a. Colin Betts, he shout out the Kickstarter Robo Skull Mark II. Now, I don't know very much about this. It's like a big skull. You'd (laughs) love it, Davey. It's it's, it's a red red skull. skull That's that's also like a a fighter pilot jet spaceship. So it's a Transformer type thing? Well, I think it's like from G.I. Joe. Uh, It could be something from, you know... So it's a, Cobra. Jet, it's a jet with a giant skull on the front of it. Yeah, no, it's, skull, like a, it's a skull a jet. Yeah. More of a pod. Like the, it's a the, skull. Yeah, okay. It's a jet. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but yes, he's very excited uh, about that. That come out of nowhere. But that's cool because it's both 3.75 inch scaled and 6 inch scaled, which I think is very clever. So it can be like a bigger ship for the 3.75 or you yeah. can fit a 6 inch It, it can house, in house either, either figures. Suits either yeah. style. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Why uh, stop there? They might as well get Mighty Max size figures as well. Like, oh, it can, well, it, it can is. be a place. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's so big. If you get two, you can wear them as shoes and just like <laughs> skate along with skulls on them. Perfect. Uh, to your point, Davey, fresh shout out the animated stylings of the Ghostbusters Afterlife figures. Uh, Captain Wow, the Avatar figures. Where the hell did they come from? Nobody like they're cool, but nobody saw that coming. And Brett Owen, the forty-plus-year-old return of Poppets. Kids everywhere love that shit. Is Poppets are they back? Yeah, apparently I had to look wow. it up, and they're basically yeah. They're yeah I love Poppets. Yeah. I remember them. Yeah, yeah they. I had them. Yeah. I had heaps of them. Yeah, they would break really easily because you just keep keep playing with them. But um, uh, Trent, your surprise yeah. of 2021 look it was and I, I pulled it down to Battletoads 
Um, there was a company called Premium DNA that yep. did a whole heap of these more obscure lines like Barnyard Commandos. Um, Mad Balls. Yeah, Mad Balls is, right. was the first one, Premium DNA. If you follow the history of the, the, the creators of this, what is now Premium DNA, they had a retail chain that really kind of went belly up and there were legal disputes and all sorts of things going going on there. And we we had, I think it was BC Talk went in on the, I think they, he went in on the Mad Balls. Yes. And we were we were at the time, you know, talking about predictions, saying we, we're not confident these things are ever going to see mm. the light of day because of the issues that, that this company had had. But Premium DNA looks like they've come through. Um, they, they've shipped, I think, the Wave 1 of the Mad Balls. Mm-hmm. But just seeing things like Battletoads in action figure form to me was just like a really nice surprise something i wasn't expecting to see and hopefully they do come through with them yeah i'm going for a pre-order and i and that what's coming out this year but the nerf aliens pulse rifle yep yeah, yeah yep. i'm so hyped for that <laughs> yep i'm on the pre-order train as well and it is going to be the Haslabs galactus oh yes i'm very keen for this and i was very excited with the little tier release yeah properly executed <laughs> can be done can yeah. be done yes yeah, if you've got done. a bit of passion for your product <laughs> davy uh, I'm really excited for the Toy Power podcast uh, action figures. If they're, not, if they're not made by December, you'll be halving all Patreon fees, I heard. So uh, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, uh, for me, the biggest surprise of 2021, um, I forget who shouted it out, but those Avatar figures. Like, yep. There's been no reboot of Avatar. The, the live action movie they did was a bit of a disaster. Um, and I feel like it was just Todd going, "Hey, this this DC thing's going really well. Do you know what show I loved as as or what show my one of my kids loves? Avatar. We're doing that." And Nickelodeon, who I believe owned the rights, would have gone, shrugged their shoulders and gone, "All right, sure, here you go. Like, just do it." It's there was no sense behind it, but to do them in both the five and sort of the seven inch scale, yep, amazing. Yeah, and they are cool. They're cheap. And they look good, yeah. so it's uh, it's very cool. All right, our next category is the best oversized giant or builder figure toy, and probably no surprise that the Haslab Unicron gets a number of votes. Matthew Teal and Maniacal Ma- Malcolm, and for me, I've got one. I haven't opened it, but because I see Frank's every <laughs> time I record, it gets my vote as well. The Sentinel as well picked up a number of votes. Uh, Jojo Photo three thousand. Sentinel, so stupidly gorgeous. Nick G, not one I got, but as an old school X-Men comic fan, Sentinel looks amazing. Brett Owen gives it a vote and have, I wish I had the money to get the Sentinel. He looks awesome. Obviously, a lot of votes for people that didn't have the uh, the knee ratchet joint that uh, was pointed <laughs> out before, but yeah. gorgeous looking figure. Uh, Hordak Dave 94, Mythic Legion's Forest Troll. Uh, BC Talk, I'm impressed by the Sentinel for sure, but I think I have to go with King Shark. He's just really rad. That's obviously from the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad yes. film. Yep. Yeah, uh, John Clawfield, Mythic Legion's Balerius. The, he is a horse, horse. of all things. Yep. Yeah, uh, Jay Harp, Skelly God, and Does 10, Master Universe Origins, Castle Grayskull. It's perfectly nostalgic while improving on the original. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Fair Play Things has shouted out the Takara Tomy Transformers God Neptune. Now, I think this is the... Is it the Seacons? yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a sort of redo of those. Uh, 
He's also mentioned Black Zarek in here. Star Saber was a bit underwhelming. The arc was just weird. So he's sort of comparing it to some of the other big Transformers releases from across the year. But that was the one that got his vote. Uh, Webstore 83 did, however, love the Autobot arc, which is looks, I think it was we yeah, called it. The, the ship looks, looks great fantastic. as a ship. The robot is, yeah, take it or leave it. But bury it in a mountain, it'll look fine. Uh, Chris Fresh, the Krang's android body. He's not sure if that was released. Yeah, in I, believe I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I certainly yeah. got mine in 2021. I and agree. Snapped with that. it, snapped it right off. Yeah. <laughs> part of his chest. Uh, part of that NECA charm. Yeah. Uh, and Captain Wow, the NECA one quarter scale cartoon turtles. I passed on these, but seeing the pictures of the, the I think there's only released two to this point. This sort of I think they've got most of them now. Oh, uh, yeah. all four of them. I now? think. Uh, okay. I haven't seen Mikey, yep. but I'm pretty sure they got Donnie and Raph. Donnie and, and Raph. First two, um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, so that was theirs. Trent, your favorite large toy for twenty twenty one. I please. went with the Unicron. You did. Sorry, loved, loved moving it. on. Awesome. At uh, Chrome Dome, the cartoon Ooh, yes. uh, yeah. one. Yeah. I was legit blown away by his size, his scale, his articulation, his extra accessories. He just, you know, you see photos online, yeah. and then you get him in hand, and yeah. it's just wow. He is so Massive. much bigger in person than I realized. Nice. I took delivery of my life-size Timmy Elephant with kissable lips. <laughs> that's a good. That's a very good call, <laughs> Davy. Um, I loved the idea, but not the execution of the Andre the Giant from the WWE Masters yes. of the WWE yeah. Universe. Yeah. Um, I think they missed an opportunity to commit to that line, which unfortunately that's the way the WWE is now. But. The fact they didn't make it as big as Titus and those other toys I saw at Darren's, like I think is just a, you know, that that's what lets Should've it down. Been. But honestly, seeing that television-sized toy in Frank's room, <laughs> that is just unbelievable. That is... Imagine telling yourself at six years old, Frank, that you would own that unicron nah it's and, and this is part of what yeah. it's the perfect choice for that style of a project and it's you know it's probably as big as i was at six years old <laughs> let's be honest like it's it's ridiculous to think that that's something you can own in real life uh personally i went with stiltman oh yes nice. because yeah, cool. ten, whilst not a large figure he's a builder figure, a builder figure yeah. and even out of the box he stands twice as just if you just collected the one set of legs stands twice as high as your average Marvel Legends look most other lines would not bother with a D grade character like he is uh, but Marvel Legends went not only are we going to make him a builder figure but we're going to pack the extra set of legs in with an army build figure like the, the mm. red hand ninja it's just perfect. Like it lined up really well. You saw photos of people building him to be eight foot tall, like worth of legs, and they couldn't probably stand up without additional support. But I think it's a really ballsy move, and it was one of the the better builder figures this year. Yeah, no, very cool call out. I like it. Now we're getting to the business end. Two categories go. to go. This one is best overall toy line as an entirety for 2021, and the winner, according to. The votes is Marvel Legends. Have Jay Harps, Brett Owen, Kyle Macker, Aaron Tenner, Brett Gibson, and Jonathan Luce. Um, Aaron Tenner said the Marvel Legends Jurassic World Amber Collection were up there. Kyle Macker, Marvel Legends uh, were taken out by the Age of Apocalypse. Yes, yeah, so that was a, a very, I guess, you know, out there take, which mm. was really cool to see um, come in. Um, secondary, the Masters of the Universe Origins is up there. 
Hordak, Dave94, Wilderness Nerd, Webster83, Oliver Jones, and Justin Anderson. Oliver Jones obviously said the Masters of the Universe Origin is a great price point and nice to see them on the shelves again. Uh, add me to that uh, Origins oh, list. I think more. it's yep. uh, amazing. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Transformers 86 was voted by Malcolm Does 10 and Fair Play Things. Does 10 wrote, uh, with each new figure, they continue to make perfect representations of the character from the movie. I'm starting to wonder if I ever even need the vintage ones anymore. <laughs> oh, that's blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> Fair Play Things. Transformers 8, Studio 86, out of the park with this line, although I worry that there will be slightly different variation added uh, to Ultra Magnus, Galvatron, and Cyclonus that differs enough from Kingdom that I will have to buy them too. <laughs> that's a good point. That's... that's uh, well, marketing for you. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm getting some of those, like that Cyclonus. Yep. I got from the Kingdom line and yep. I've put him with my 86. Perfect, to right? me, it's perfect. Yeah. Right. And I think you can do the same with Galvatron, a few of the others, right? Mm. Um, but but they know, will. I know. They and will. It'll be slightly yeah. different paint shades. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll come with the Matrix. Uh, and yeah. Someone like Fairplay, he'll get them all. And 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, now, on to Transformers Kingdom. So that was voted by Captain Wow, Mo Holt, a movie, and Matthew Teal. Matthew Teal wrote Transformers, WFC Trilogy, Earthrise, Into Kingdom. Such great modern versions of these classic G1 characters and not forgetting the Studio 86 line too. Star Wars Black Series is voted on by Nick G, Andy Campbell, Jean-Philippe and Concrete Bricks. Nick had to say, although they are the first to roll my eyes, although I am the first to roll my eyes and use the new hat Simpsons gift to portray my thoughts on the endless repaints and repacks, Star Wars Black Series still hits the mark. And they just keep getting better each year. And more Ghostbusters talk here from our friends BC Talk and Jobra Commander. BC Talk saying, I think this line got a bit screwed up with all the movie delays, which we've spoken to, but that also meant you could pick them up for a steal. The Fright features human figures, both classic and new, look great and fit in well with the classic Kenner line. I think he's pretty much said everything you've said, Davey. Yep, Um, that's my vote. Yep, oh, nice. there we go. Another one for Ghostbusters. And Jabba Commander, um, we've had issues with the OG, real Ghostbusters figures to brand new Fright features. Plasma series of the new movies to a proton pack with a wand. And if the rumors are true, there might even be a new Ghostbusters game on the horizon. Mm. So big times for Ghostbusters fans. A couple of votes here for Ninja Turtles, Fresh and Kevin Gritham. Kevin Griffin, sorry, voted for the Super 7 Ninja Turtles line. Jeff Chappello uh, for the NECA cartoon line. And I'm in on that Super 7 gets my yeah, vote. Yeah, same here. Year. I was just about to say, that's that's another one there. That line is just incredible things. It's my favorite. I got my shipping notification for Wave 4 just the other day, and uh, I, I squealed when I saw the email, and Ali's like, are you okay? I was like, they're coming. They'll be here soon. I was very, very excited for that. Uh, a couple more shout-outs here. We've got Motu Origins from our friends Johnny Grasso and Justin Anderson. Just the nostalgia hit at a reasonable price, says Justin. Jojo Classifieds by Bob Figure and John Maddox. Uh, Shane Adam Gray, a.k.a. Drust, just said Necker. Just yep. everything yep. Necker. Well, they're, they're bloody good. Yeah, they make good stuff. It's as simple as that. Uh, John Caulfield, do you want to guess what he voted for? <laughs> it's Mythic Legions. Mythic Legions, of course it is. <laughs> Uh, Jojo Photo 3000 said Mezco are killing it this year with their Rumble yep, Society no, good stuff in particular. 
Um, and is that your custom? Said the Jade Toys Universal Monsters. I'm not familiar with those that's, ones. That's the um, oh. original sort yeah. of Hammer, you know, movie ones, the black oh, and white ones. The ones that Emily Lind was yeah. a fan of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep. sure. Um, sad see the clown treasure X monster gold and our good friend poor old Sam Cripps goes I don't know this year I'm feeling out of the loop yeah 2021 can do that too so. <laughs> it's a bit like that <laughs> um, who didn't get a shout out Scotty do you my have vote one? goes towards the origins range yep. no, I think yep. that one I think after all the extra yeah, I think votes there were a couple, of, oh, couple yeah, of late yeah, votes there overtaken yeah. yeah full on alright we're up to the last one now here we are this is the Darren Fuel Cell Award for the best action figure of 2021. Now, is it fair to say, I know, Frank, you were collating all the answers. Mm. Are there any double-ups on uh, this category? Very like, few. It seems there's a lot of... Everyone has their yeah. own favourite, which is it's refreshing to see. I think there's like one double-up where two people picked okay. out this exact same figure. Other than that, it's uh, a lot of individuals. So but, we're going to... I know this episode's gone really long, so we might try and uh, and rip through these, but the, the just gives you an idea of the absolute range of great figures that are out there and for all these different ones to be picked on all it's right. uh, impressive well to I'll, see. I'll start us off and we might just yeah we'll, we'll list these off Hordak Dave 94 <laughs> no surprise <laughs> and this is a fantastic figure the Mondo 1.6 scale Hordak in the filmation look for, which was a PowerCon exclusive Shane Adam Gray uh, here it is so Hohullet movie Brett Owen went the Haslab Sentinel so there's three votes for the Haslab Sentinel BC Talk Mezco Vapor and he loves it as a toy photographer mm. Jojo Photo 3000 the Plunderlings fawns are awesome Matthew Teal the Haslab Transformers WFC Unicron um, have went in with Ghostbusters Transformers Ecto-1 and I think this one's popped up a few times yeah. tonight the Marvel Legends Zombie Captain America, both Jay Harps and Sam Cripps. So well done on that figure. Um, John Caulfield, the Mythic Legions, and I, I don't know how to say this, Bryophytus, which is, which, which if you can imagine, it's the <laughs> Moss Man kind of tribute figure. So he sort of looks like Moss Man. Because that Moss Man is his favourite. That's so, right, yeah, yes. And Maniacal Malcolm, the Fans Toys Spindrift V2 AKM MPC spray. So it's virtually a, a third party sea spray. Had loads of fun with this guy and he was easy to transform. All right, Nick G, uh, Star Wars Black Series Clone Wars Arc Trooper Echo. Nothing much beats troopers in Star Wars as toys, but this one had it all. A close second is a brilliant Black Series Jar Jar Binks figure that was way beyond expectations. Uh, does 10, Let's Get Wild, Lord Canty from the anime L, sorry, FLCL by Sentinel, a figure from all my time, a favourite anime that I have never imagined I would own such an amazing detail and quality. Concrete Bricks, the deluxe Boba Fett was probably the nicest figure I bought all year. Johnny Grasso, Haslab Galactus, this is hands down the single greatest action figure and I'm more of a Star Wars guy who backed the Razor Crest too. <laughs> Fair Place Things, Ty, the Cybertronian Bumblebee and Classified Snake Eyes and Timber. I thought I'd never have seen a cartoon accurate uh, Cyber Cybertronian Bumblebee and certainly not one this perfect. We uh, better get a Wheeljack or there will be hell to pay. And really, Commando Snake Eyes has everything going for it except for the purse. <laughs> Kyle Mack, uh, a tie between Marvel Legends, uh, Age of Apocalypse, Colon Colossus, mm. and MP43 oh, Starscream. That 43 yeah, Starscream is beautiful, good, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, ben Gibson, what a legendary name. Uh, Colossus built a figure uh, from Age of Apocalypse. Oliver Jones had the Ultimate Super 7 Bebop. Yeah. Mm, Kevin Griffith and Webster 83 voted for the Thundercats Super 7 Slive. Yep, good call. Justin Anderson, Hot Toys, Mandalorian with Child Deluxe set. Sad to see the Clown, Storm Collectibles, Mortal Kombat, Motaro. Mm. Has that been released yet? I think it has. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has, but... I haven't. I haven't managed to. Pick is that, that the one up. with the horse? He's basically yeah, he's a, like a, he's centaur. a centaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah that's yeah. right. And Captain Wow Storm Collectibles Unmasked Sub Zero. Nice. And we've also got some votes here for from. Is that your custom? He's picked up a Jada Toys creature from the Back Lagoon. So more love for Universal Monsters. Jean Philippe says Marvel Legends Storm Classic from the two pack. So that's Storm in her classic outfit in the black. Uh, Jeff Chapelio, Hasbro Studio Series 86 Slug or Necker Goliath couldn't pick between the two Bob Figure shouts out Major Blood Aaron Tenner with the Legends Retro Scarlet Witch Jonathan Luch agrees with me when he says Stiltman is pretty cool John Maddox more G.I. Joe classified this is the Bat Figure uh, Andy Campbell we've got a couple of Star Wars here Andy Campbell with his Bo-Katan from the Black Series Wilderness Nerd for the Cobb Vanth. So there's uh, our friend Timothy Oliphant again. Uh, and Chris Fresh with his Kickstarter spawn figure that he picked up. Wild. Yeah, very good. All right, now it gets down to the business end. It's not that our votes are any more meaningful than but all those, are. but <laughs> they're the ones. They're, they the, ones the ones that people are here to listen to. <laughs> all right. Well, look, okay, I, I brought mine in today. So he's sitting on the desk over there. Yep. It's from the Super 7 Wave 4. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line, and and it is absolutely captivating for me. It's Muckman, and he has every detail that that original toy had, but brought out with the size and the paint apps. He's even got an ID badge, which features on the original toy, but you can actually see his face printed on there. You can read his name. You can read his name. Like it's, it's crazy the amount of detail. It's safe to say you're a full-on muckhead. <laughs> uh, no, they're your words, not mine. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, some really cool swap-out hands with like the goo kind of oozing from him. Milk carton, teddy bear, pop can, like the bugs and stuff on him. Um, it's just phenomenal. And I'll just point out, he retains, although he doesn't come with any ooze, he retains all those ooze features. You can take off the skull cap, pop the ooze in his head and it will ooze out his mouth. Also, you can put it in the trash can in his back and it will ooze out his chest. And like just to some of the details that they've added, right? And I think these are horsemen sculpted. The banana peel that sits on his head has a little blue sticker, like a little label that's still on the skin. Um, it's just out of this world. So that gets my vote. And, and not, it, not every, it came in very late just in, made uh, in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone got it. but um, and, and, it, and it comes with um, Joe Eyeball as well. Yeah. I forgot to shout him out. Full articulation on the head and um, arms as well. And so it's the, very, size, very cool. the size that gets me. Like uh, it, in some of the earlier waves they've had, you know, your Bebop and your Rocksteady have been those big figures. And a bit like Baxter in Wave 1, where they were just regarded as regular size figures, he is massive. I think he's the biggest one to date just in terms of the sheer bulk of plastic you're getting. Brilliant. Fantastic. I'm going to also vote for a Ninja Turtle character, and that is my boy Shredder. Ah, so, yeah. yeah. 
So Shredder uh, gets my vote. Uh, he's what I've wanted forever and uh, fantastic to get him in an upscaled version. But coming in at a very, very, very close second is the um, the Kronos slash Skeletor from the two-pack, the Rise oh, of yes. Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That figure blew me away with the pearlized uh, ruby red eyes, the green highlights on his chest and his weapons and things. And uh, it just, it really, that... that Trapjaw, Kronos, um, whatever you want to call him, he's just a secondary character in the <laughs> he's pack. He's an accessory. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, I am just really excited to have him in my collection. Scotty. My original pick was for SH Monster Arts 2004 Gigan figure. It's a part of the Kaiju Godzilla range. Uh, amazing figure, terrific articulation, amazing accessories. It's being pipped, however, by a last-minute toy. Thank you to Ben. It is the Super 7's Shogun Godzilla. The three-and-three-quarter-inch. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Came out of nowhere. Thank you, Ben, so much for grabbing that for me. He will do nicely until one day I own the real thing. (laughs) Very cool. Davey, your figure of the year, mate? The figure of the year. It's not just mine. Um, No, I got to see this at a mutual friend of ours' house recently. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Went online, saw the price, fell back out of love with it. <laughs> I'm an absolute fan of the Transformers Generation Tyrannicon Rex and Autobot, which is the T Rex and the Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Just, I've always had a love for that Jeep from Jurassic Park because it is the color of the clothing that I quite often wear. <laughs> and honestly, to see it with a big Transformers gun mounted to the roof of it. The T-Rex, I'm just... It, it's the only good Transformer, so I love it. <laughs> has said person opened the box yet, or has he still no, left it in? Yeah, no. it's 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 amazing in box, isn't it? And it, I can yeah, see the yeah. ordeal I, between... I can, I can... Unlike Trent's ridiculousness, I can actually see why you'd leave that one <laughs> yeah. in the box. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Definitely. Uh, look, I'm gonna, I've am gonna. i shouted this one out a couple of times today, but it's hard to go past the biggest in the room, and I'm not talking about Davey. I'm talking about the HasLabs Unicron. It's just, it's, it's for all the stuff that is in my toy room, it's the one that your eyes are drawn to. Just it's, and the fact that it can actually transform still blows my mind. If, if you were to buy a statue like that, you're KK. It is what it is. But that I can move it around. All the fingers are individually articulated in the same way a real hand is. You've got the swappable phase plates. And even when it is in planet mode, should you choose to do that and take the... 45 minutes it takes to transform it without breaking it you can then mount the head on a little stand to get that whole you know um orbiting cybertron type effect to it the tiny only they made it poo brown (laughs) (laughs) uh no um but look i love it it's um is the first real haslab slash big kickstarter thing i've gone in on and on the back of that I had the confidence to back the Galactus, so I'll be getting that when that comes around in however many years' time. Um, yeah, wonderful figure, and yeah, it, it was the single biggest amount I've paid for a figure, and it was nice to yep. feel justified in yes. that and go, oh my God, I didn't get ripped off. Like, yeah, love it. Very good. That's it. That's Ooh. 2021. What, what do you say, David, to people that do a 2021 retrospective in 2022? Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you guys will always be the silver medal to Dave's video graveyard. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Dave, look, in all honesty, thank you so much for coming out tonight. 
and being part of this. I know we've gone on for two hours and... You, Guys, COVID couldn't stop me look, from being there. Yeah, <laughs> it's really added a lot of fun to this episode, as it always does, and many of those jokes at my expense, but all good. Um, and Scotty, thank you so much for coming in. I think, as it was said before, huge part of Toy Power in 2021, and great to have you on board for this episode as well. We look forward to many more great times this year as well. Thanks for having me, boys. Anytime. Big shout out to all our Patreons for your support um, and the chatter on the Discord, which we all love so much. And to all our listeners and everyone that voted yeah, in the yeah. uh, in the Toy Power Best of 2021. That's why we went so long, because there was so many votes. Well, it's so <laughs> cool, and it's great to get all that and yep. remember all those really cool things, because I think the reality is, like, and it shows from that last award that it's it's very personal yeah. to the to the individual what resonates with you what you love what you you know fall in love with so that's so cool to get that perspective from the fan base and see what people are into hey um looking forward to 2022 hopefully it's a better year than 2021 hopefully there's more awards uh, on the horizon for some good content yeah. we're looking forward to that and my year can only get better yeah well that's right <laughs> what a start um Keep safe, everyone. Keep well. Um, take care. And, yeah, we hope to see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both itunes and stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome